Announcements. London, Mandem, boys from the ends. It's time. It's been five long years, but I'm coming back. The Life Tour is coming to Royal Albert Hall October 19th. Tickets are up for pre-sale right now. Code is Andrew. Go get them while they're there. I can't wait to see y'all. Now let's start the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Flagrant, and today we are joined by the one, the only, Chris Di Stefano, Di Stefano. The go, man baby. is on a tear right now. Radio City already sold out. Damn. They had to add the garden. Oh shit. Okay, that's close. Yep. Okay. Yep. The next new thing. tour. I mean, it's crazy right now. Yeah. We'll get to all the other stuff, but most importantly, um, you came in a little hot. Yep. Still, still got the Puerto Rican wifey. Yes. Is it wife yes. yet or? Yes. The the, the yes. Uh, the Puerto Rican wife. <laughs> she's on, my wife. Come on. I say she's my wife. Did you have a wedding? We didn't have a wedding. Come on, Chris. We didn't have you a know, wedding. You just moved there? to Staten Island. Yes. And then yeah. I moved to Staten Island. We have children. And but we're not technically married, but we are yeah. married in spirit. Yeah. Okay, we're not married. By, that's a Puerto Rican. That's a Puerto Rican. That's a Puerto Rican. We're spiritual people. Married, we're know? not married by the law. <laughs> okay. But you know, listen, I live on Staten Island now, where they're just <laughs> there's different laws out there. <laughs> <laughs> so we have children. We, she's you know, if something has happened to me, she gets the money. She's oh. in my living will and testament in Staten Island. This is your wife, you know? Yeah. Listen, I, I got it, you know, my neighbors, you know, watch this at home. I'll, I'll yeah. reveal here that she is, in fact, Puerto Rican. I've told everyone on the block she's Italian. Oh, yeah. nice. You have to do that. <laughs> but we already said it's Puerto Rican, so I can't, it's what it is. She is Puerto Rican, now, and she's my wife. Now, that is big. If she passes away, or if you pass away, she gets everything. If, everything. Now, if you decide to break up, then what does she get? Because that's also a big part of marriage. Yeah. Um, yes, so she... I didn't even catch that one. Okay. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah. 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 If I die, she gets everything. If you guys break up, she gets fucking nothing. Yeah. I don't even know this, though. Go back to Puerto Rico. <laughs> My kids are taken care of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. She can figure it out. She, yeah, she, gets, she gets a thank you for everything. You should have killed me. <laughs> yeah. she, gets, she gets a thanks for everything message from Fat Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and no, so she has... We have kids. So You're incentivizing her to kill you, Chris. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Like this. this is why Puerto Ricans kill their husbands. I know. Well, you know, it there is. There it is. I know. My lawyer said that too. My lawyer was like, you know, this you is. Know who doesn't have a lawyer, her. Exactly. <laughs> State appointed. Yeah. yeah. So, but she, she, you know, we have children together. Yes. So for me, to me, I'm just the kind of person, I guess, because I'm a child of divorce. Yeah. I'm just the type of person, to me, having children with the woman, that to me brings her at a higher level than my wife. Like, if I had a wife, if we broke up and then I got married to a woman, but we didn't have kids, Jazz would still be in first place mm. because we got the children. Mm. That's the spiritual oh, you connection. You this out, bro. Yeah. 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 It's a spiritual really? connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is you forget to Chris is a doctor. Yes. Chris is <laughs> yeah, an actual doctor. You forget he's a yeah, doctor. Yeah, yeah. And he's good. And, and here's the truth, and I'm happy that you did this, because a lot of times yeah. I'm like, let me hold back. You know, I don't want to, you know, she tells me all the time, don't mention anything about us. And you mentioned <laughs> the, the first thing, 30 the seconds. So now let's just have three hours of fun. I'm going to get in trouble regardless. So you said this morning things got a little bit spicy. Okay. You're already in trouble. We're already in trouble. So Chris is red. He's so so no so i i was saying before i was talking i was talking to akash um outside uh 
and we were talking about how how you know we're all flawed as humans, right? And and and, <laughs> yeah. and I try to you know do flawed. this. Flawed. I thought you said Florida yeah, yeah, in a just, New York yeah. accent. Yeah. Yeah. New York says Florida. Yeah, well, flawed as humans. Yeah. <laughs> he is the Florida of humans, yeah. though. Kind of. One hundred percent. And if you guys want this country to get better, you'll go DeSantis. Let's go, baby. And and so no, I'm kidding. And, uh, he gets nervous. So, so I I you know was talking how like. Always trying to self-improve, trying to, you know, I've been, uh, you know, Ryan Holiday, yeah. the Daily Stoic, that yeah. guy, I, I yeah. try to look for someone who mirrors a life like me. You know, he's a husband, uh, he's two kids, two, three kids. Haircut. Haircut. Metallica. Yes. Yeah, all that. And he's, and he, I was like, this guy lives a similar life, you know, from the circumstances. Let me see what he does. And I've been sucked into his podcast, sucked into his books, great guy. Um, and so I'm always trying to self-improve and read, a, you know, flawed or whatever. And one of the biggest things you should never do is fight in front of your children because they absorb that, whatever. And I've been practicing that and preaching that. And then today, <laughs> and then, they got some trauma. And then today, there was just an argument that if I would have been thinking about his principles and thinking about the Stoic philosophies of just, you know, you know, you know, choose, you know, instead of being angry, choose sympathy, delay your anger. You know, uh, the best, the best. <laughs> the best thing you can do for anger is to delay. You know, just, just think about your the dichotomy of control. Control what you can control and don't yes. worry about the rest. Okay. What Epictetus <laughs> says, and just you are in control. It is not your life. It is the choices that you're making that make up your life. You yeah. are reacting to everything. Life is reactionary. All that stuff. And I snapped. <laughs> and, I, and I just snapped when she asked me about uh, a chore that I didn't do, about throwing out the garbage, and we just got into it, and the kids were right there, and then I, I just had to walk away, and I took a shower, and I told Akash I was screaming into the towels in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> to just, to just he try went to get... upstairs as far as he could go yes. into his attic yeah. and screamed into towels as loud as he could. My children were in the basement. They were doing like an activity down there. That's where their playroom is, and I went up to the top layer, and I screamed <laughs> as loud as I can into the attics and just yelled obscenities at myself, took a shower, came back downstairs and I said, you know what? I already me I messed something up. I did not control my reactions in the right way. But what I all I can do now is show the children that if you make a mistake, mm. if you make a mistake, all you can do is try to be better for it. This is going to tie into Juneteenth. All <laughs> <laughs> He's doing it all, baby. Yeah. He's doing it all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All you can do is try to rectify that mistake. Happy Juneteenth. So we're we trying snapped, to Al. We just snapped. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Galveston Text. We made a little mistake. And now we're trying to do better here. So happy Juneteenth. And, and, so, and so that's what I tried to do. And, and I said, you know what? I'm going to go down there. The child's still with the children. I'm going to kiss her and tell her I love her in front of the kids so they absorb that. But nice. when, and, Smart. And, Smart. Right, and, and, but she was still angry. I was uh. still angry. And we gave one of those kisses where if I would have slipped some tongue, she would have bit it off. <laughs> and, you know, but it was good to see that because the kids hopefully absorb that. Like, how do you turn a negative into a positive? Try yeah. the best we can. And that's what I think has fundamentally changed about our relationship is we're not at each other's throats anymore. We're not looking for ways to get away from each other. We're looking for ways to make it all work mm. and kind of be better examples for the kids. What is, so what is your advice uh, to people who don't have an addict? Who don't have an addict? Yeah, that's um, an addict. Like you mean a drug addict? No, 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 no. I mean like, okay, who can't go up two or three stories to scream into a towel? Then I, 
Yeah, just one bedroom apartment, two bedroom apartment. One bedroom apartment. Then I think you got to go outside. I think you got to go outside and take a walk. But I do have to be honest with you. After experiencing what I experienced today, if I didn't have an addict, I would have been that guy that you read about that threw himself in front of the E train. Bro, <laughs> that's know, what I think people. You know, <laughs> I think a lot of people throw. I think a lot of people throw themselves in front of the subway. Have just they didn't throw out the garbage when they were supposed to. Yeah, I had a buddy. I was working on Wall Street, and when he would have like a horrible day, we're talking about like losing hundreds of thousands of dollars. He would just walk. Walk on the street and bump bankers with yeah. his shoulder. Yeah. He just walk up to people, bump them, hit them, have a little bit of a little aggressive interaction, yes. get it out of the system, and then get back to work. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that I think that you have you have to you have to get it out some way. Yes. Go to the gym. Go for I a walk. He's pretty selective with who he bumped. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, he yeah, bumped yeah, me, yeah, but yeah. not Alex. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's probably. Yeah. I said bankers. Yeah. 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 Yeah, hit, yeah, hit somebody that looks like they have psoriasis. <laughs> yeah, so dude. things are good at home, though. They're Chrissy. good at home. They're things good are at, better. You're reconciled. They're are good. you vaccinating the kids? After this, oh, after this, I'm just saying he has new kids. Is it? I need to know. This is Chrissy chaos. That we, you know, vaccines are in the news. I know yes. you've been googling it. Yep. I know you're a big fan of RFK Jr. Yep. A man of the people. You know how the Kennedys are. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, just, I just people of the working class. The Kennedys. I, I support the Catholics. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I tell you? I just I listen. The RFK dude is he's quite interesting. Yes. Everything. You know, I watch the Rogan stuff, and I'm curious about it. But I do get a little bit of. Um, I know a discomfort at Kennedy saying that they're like out here for the working class, right? Because they're like the young Kennedys have you know been partying in New York for a while, sure, and they don't exactly party working class. And I won't say which one, but there's an iconic story in the city of one of the young girl Kennedys trying to go out to a nightclub and they wouldn't let her in, and she said out loud. The airport's named after me. Oh, that's fire. <laughs> fire. <laughs> fire. Oh, that's Holy shit. She didn't say one of. She yeah, said yeah. The, 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 the. The airport's yeah, named after me. That's, that's true. So I'll that's true. Her. That's I'll true. I'll elect her straight up. Yeah. Oh, Wait, smart. so I don't, I don't think I know what's going on because I've I've been a little bit outside the news because, again, with kids, you don't you can't really do what you want to do. You're in fourth place in your own life. What's going on with RFK <laughs> Jr.? What's going on? He went on Rogan and what happened? Are well, the he, Kennedys coming back? Uh, yeah, it might be. I don't Maybe. know. Okay. I think we're seeing why they're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> they like to push the buttons a bit. You know? yeah, they get killed a lot. Yeah. They get yeah. killed a lot. The, but then you go and you see the Rogan episode, you're like, oh, yeah, he's he's taking shots at everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got to watch that Rogan episode. I haven't been, uh, I have, because you know what. Basically saying the COVID vaccine might be a little fugaze. I don't. Really? I'm going to say something smart posture. This is the, yes. you know, when you cross the leg, go. I don't really know. No, no, no. I'm not, I, I do think, though, for me, with the getting the kids vaccinated, okay. I personally, yeah. personally, because, you know, I believe in God, the creator. So I'm like, listen, if whatever God's little immune system, God made my kids, he vaccinated them before he sent them down, down the chute. <laughs> yeah. So my thing is like, let my children's immune system do their job. Mm. If we reach a point where it's very clear that we need to get modern medicine involved, we'll get modern medicine involved. Yeah. This whole thing of, here's the thing, I have zero issue. It's the same reason why I, I picked 
you know, Ryan Holiday and the Daily Stoics advice because it's 2,000 years old, it's battle tested, mm. as opposed mm. to a new age thinker who may or may not be right, but they haven't got the years of experience. So for me, I'm like the certain vaccines have got those years of experience. I got no issue giving my kid this certain vaccines, a flu shot or anything like that, that's been around. Battle tested. Battle tested. The yeah. new vaccines, it just hasn't been battle tested yet. You need yet. to be battle tested, so yeah. So I just need it, to, I need some years before I can do that. You don't buy the first iPhone. You no. wait, they get, the, they get the kinks out of it. Yes, yes, so that's, so for me so you that's- think there's some kinks in the latest COVID vaccine? I think- Did you get boosted? <laughs> do they no. even sell that in Santa? Uh, <laughs> you go yeah. to the boosters, there's two guys in leather jackets yeah. ready to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, we got some Biden voters yeah. here. <laughs> Tour updates, London, you already know. Tickets on pre-sale right now. Code is Andrew. Uh, also, this weekend, we're going to be in Temecula, California. That's already sold out. And Reno, we had a second show. A few tickets left for that one. Uh, we're going to be adding more cities very soon, so stay tuned. Thank you guys so much for coming out to all these shows. Uh, incredibly excited. And Toronto, thank you guys so much. That was unbelievable. Unbelievable, man. Uh, both shows at the Scotia Bank Arena sold out. Uh, thank you so much. Incredible, incredible, incredible. And uh, let's keep cooking, man. More dates to be added very soon. Peace. Also, guys, big announcements tour-wise. First of all, I am taping my first full-length one-hour special in Houston at the White Oak Music Hall September 1st. The first show sold out within 24 hours. Y'all are amazing. So we added a second show, but those are almost gone as well. So hurry up and buy your tickets, akashsing.com. Also, there's a lot more dates on there that you can find, including some new dates. I think we added, we moved Salt Lake City, we added Poughkeepsie, but more importantly, Zanies, y'all sold that shit out so fast that we added two more shows. So July 13th is sold out, but we added the 14th and 15th, I believe. You might need to check your calendar, but the, the Friday and Saturday shows we added at Zanies. So go to akashsing.com, buy your tickets for Zanies, buy your tickets for the special taping. We're elevating the fuck out of this year. I love y'all, thank y'all so much. Now let's get back to the show. You know, it's unfortunate the government put put us in that predicament. It's yeah. unfortunate that they did that, not yeah. us. Yeah. And, and uh, but yeah, but I'm not, I don't think, you know, the booster now, you know, you hear about all these problems. I'm just like, you know what, I'll take a shot I'll take a shot at you know my own immune system doing what it does, you know? And, uh, and Is there no part of you that's like, it'd be kind of cool, like seeing the success of, of a lot of autistic people, there's no part of you that like you see it as an advantage. Oh, make no mistake, I, when I was- This is our way to compete with China. Like we need to autism up some yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah, make no mistake, when I was a pediatric physical therapist, I, you know, I, I worked Doctor. With Yes. Doctor. Yeah, I mean, of physical therapy. So it's like, bro, come on, come on, man. Come on, dude. Come on, man. Let's gas you up, bro. Yeah. Oh, fine. Let us pick uh, you yeah. up here on the pot a little bit. Doctor DeStefano. Uh, I, I, <laughs> all the real doctors at home are saying the same thing. Yeah, once yeah, he yeah, said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I was. Yeah, we have a medical professional to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not, yeah, but I'm a nurse. nurse. The same way you're. But so the only the, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, my man just took away his doctor. Come on, bro. Come, bro, come on, on, son, dude. Bro, to be honest yeah. with you, it's like if it if it was that important to me, I would have the diploma. Up. I don't even know where my diploma is. I have no idea where that diploma is. I'm not shitting on physical therapy. I think it was a great profession, but yeah, you're not a real. You have to be very clear. I have a clinical doctorate. Is so different from what actual real <laughs> doctors or even nurses. Dude, I would argue like if somebody went down right now, you should go to the guy in the bucket hat before you went to me. <laughs> I would go. I would go to the and nurse. Then go to Duff because yeah. <laughs> yes. goes bucket nurturing. hat, then the Jewish guy, yeah, 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 then yeah, yeah. the physical therapist. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah, I, uh, I, I when I worked with the children who had autism, dude, I almost felt like 
they're so smart and they're operating at such a different wavelength that it's not so much that. Wait, why'd you work with the kids with autism? Be oh, because you physical therapy it out of them? No, no, I tried. <laughs> um, I'm gonna dodgeball and just let one rip. <laughs> no. I know you're faking it. Well, no, you got all different kinds of kids. You got kids with cerebral palsy, muscular okay. dystrophy. So they'll, yeah. you know, they kids just throw them in there. We'll, yeah, we'll just throw <laughs> no them in physical. There. No. They're in the they mix. Do it at all? Yeah, they yeah. just throw them in there. It was there so anyway. funny. Literally, my second day on the job, the principal calls me into the office. She goes, "Chris, how's everything?" I was like, "It's good. I'm loving it. Having fun." She goes, "It's great." She goes, "We're we're having a good time." She goes, "I just have to remind you again, you." cannot run up and down the hallways with the kids holding them like footballs. You're not allowed to do that and then spike them into beanbags. Because I was the only male, that's a very female-oriented profession, yeah. so I was the only guy. Mm -hmm. I was the only guy there. So, I mean, I was having so much fun with these kids, but she was like, again, you know, they, some of these kids have feeding it's tubes, kind of and they have issues, and you're having a good time, and we're no, but I, it's a liability. Yeah. So, but the children with autism, you would work with them, you know, they needed, you know, motor skills, or they needed to, you know, they would have weaknesses here and there. And I was like, man, these kids, they just can't communicate. But I would always fascinate them. Like, what is happening in their brains? Because they'll be able to, like, focus on something for, like, you ever seen, like, the Blair Witch? Yeah. When, uh, like, I forgot which one it was, where, like, there's the, the, the witch is just looking at something for four hours. Like, she's uh. just, and it's creepy to see someone just stare. They would do that sometimes. Like, oh. yo, something monumental has to be happening in their brain for them to just be staring at something, you, whatever, for uh, and you cannot break their concentration. I'm like, mm. some, some, something wild. So the witch on. just had autism. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, the, the witch just had autism. It's a bit umbrella, this, the term autism, mm -hmm. I think. Well, it's, it's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. Now. They don't even yeah. call it, they're just on the autism spectrum. And also, it's, it's a spectrum, but not in the way that like it gets worse. No. Or it, that's not what they mean by spectrum. It's not no, like, oh, you I got a 99 out of 100, or you're like a two of 100. They're just different ways you could be autistic. So some people got the math autism. Some people, they're just staring, and then they do nothing oh, no, autism. Make, make, no, make no mistake. I mean, make... But doesn't no, it seem a little umbrella? Like, I feel like there's different things that are also wrong, and we're just... Oh, no, you, you can go... The, the talent... So many talented people are on the spectrum. I mean, Elon Zuckerberg, Musk, Elon, Rock, yeah. Chris Rock, Rock, Rock. Lex. I knew Chris Rock. I felt when aren't I, they ruining it for actually autistic people? Yeah, whatever yeah, happened to just being? Because now we look at the autistic people and we're like, what the? Well, why aren't you smart? Like, call yourself <laughs> something else or just be quiet about it. Because you're not normalizing them. Right. <laughs> They're just looking like losers. Right. Right. right? Like, yeah. You're, you're kind of an asshole if you're successful and you claim autism. Mm. Right. So that you can get even more pats on the back. Like you're the richest guy in the world and you're autistic. Aw. Yeah. Yeah. It must yeah, be right. so hard. Well, I think a lot of people now lean into something they, there. They yeah. lean into autism. Like and now everybody's, you know, if, if you do something good or bad. I'm autistic. You, yeah, you can blame it on autism. It's yeah. like you're not. Can't you just be weird? What happened to just being a little weird? Yeah. There's autistic people, and then Elon Musk. Sometimes is a I weird. think I think they do you it know. for playing time. Like remember at the end of the season in high school where you throw the autistic kid in? Oh yeah. yeah like yeah. I think that some of the the worst basketball players in high school are just <laughs> being like, yeah, I got it, bro. Like can I get yeah. a few minutes? Yeah. Fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna shoot a wide open three. Yeah. Yeah. Get carried out. Put me in the corner, coach. Garbage time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember one time uh, when I was I played college basketball. And, you know, it was Division three, very low Division three. So I was playing like. This guy, all it's you always discredit yourself. It's you not, were all American, were you not? It's not. It's not. Were you not all American? I want Division three. I just want to. I just want to be clear. He's very Catholic. Just like I'm a just doctor. I'm Catholic. not a doctor. Just like, like, just come like, on. Just like I want to be clear from what he said in the beginning. Please come out September 23rd to. <laughs> but it's the baby garden. Okay. Yeah. It's not. It's the Please, little. Chrissy. It's not the big one. Okay. But but we're. But, but, first of all, it but is, I am on a path to, to getting. Let me I do just believe say, in it's a. It is a big. 
Yes. Huge venue still. We're not talking oh, yeah, about... I'm talking about 5,000 seats. Yeah, it's come class. on. Okay, so yeah. let's not discredit yeah, I, saw, I, saw, I took the kids to see Coco Melon there last year. Oh, oh really? So yeah, you know yeah. Coco Melon numbers? That's what... Oh, dude, dude, no, Coco Melon sells out. <laughs> Bro, Coco Melon is huge. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so I don't mean to crap on myself, but but I just, I think I was saying a story about uh, my coach. You know, I was the, I, the, the leading scorer, the best player, and I remember if we were getting a big lead on a team... Uh, he would all of us right away take his take the the best players out to give the bench you know uh, uh, playing time. Yeah. And for me, like I remember he did that to me once, and he was like, I was like, what? Like you're you're now you're you're not incentivizing me to even want to score more because the more I score and the more we beat this team, you're going to take me out. Why are you taking oh. me out? He's like, do you think the players at the end of the bench deserve time? Don't you think that they deserve time? I'm like. No, they suck. Yeah. That's why they're sitting at the end of the bench. They deserve 30 seconds. Why are you taking me out? Yeah. I'm working harder than I'm everybody. Right yeah. And I'm yeah. like, come on, dude. So you're keeping the games close. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was one of the last bastions of meritocracy. Yeah. If you're the best, you get rewarded. Yes. Yeah. I think it's just, and I, by the way, with my kids, I preach that to them all the you time. You compete against one another? 100%. I have, really? my, I have my little one. I have my eight-year-old in jiu-jitsu with my 12-year-old stepson, wow. and I have him go hard on her. <laughs> I'm like, break her arm. I got health insurance. Break it because, because I don't... <laughs> I want her to understand, not only to be able to protect herself, but understand that, come on, man, like nothing, you know, because sometimes the people that are like preaching, and it's not a race thing, just people, I want equal. It's I about to be a race thing. No, 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 I swear to God, it's <laughs> Anytime not. anybody goes, it's not a race no, thing. No, no, because any. It's no, about to be a race no, thing. No, because it's a trigger thing. Now, anytime you hear equality, it goes to race. Yeah, but yeah. it's like a lot of people just want to be superior, and they'll use the thing of equality to be superior. I'm like, For sure. You no, know, this is a fucking meritocracy. The best of the best get it always. You know, like I never hear, uh, so, so I was like, you know, with, with athletes, it's just that that's the perfect example. It doesn't matter what you're, you know, complaining about. It doesn't matter what you look like. It's the 12 best players in the NBA. They're going. That's who wins. And that's what I want my daughter to understand is like, bro, you're living in this fucking world. We're getting pulled. You're living in this world where words speak louder than actions. And that's a very slippery slope. Mm. I need you to live in the world where actions speak louder than words. And you control your actions. And you... Go out there and do the best you can and only control what you can control and the rest of the stuff. Because we're living in this world now, man, where it's getting a little flimsy. It's like we're living with emotions. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, man, I live with I live in a factual world still. So I'm trying to preach that onto my daughters. But um, you're an emotional guy. I am. I am. But I but I understand. But I'm not going to expect something because of my emotions. I uh, won't expect something because of my work. So there's an entitlement. Oh, my God. Yeah. With the emotions. And that's your uh, frustration. Of course. You think that if somebody works hard, they should feel entitled to what they get. A hundred percent. And I don't, you know, I don't care what you look like, smell like, what religion you're from. If you're the best, I want to go with you. Yeah. I couldn't care less. I think I, I, you know, and but 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 that's how you know I I guess was raised. Why did you say smell like? Yeah, just no, out yeah. of curiosity. Looking at me when he said it. He was looking at me when he said it. I've never heard anybody <laughs> bring. What you look like? What religion you are? <laughs> smell like was like second. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I uh, I've lost my sense of smell from having COVID. Uh, <laughs> Should have got the vaccine. <laughs> I know. Ah! This fucking guy sniped us. You gave, you gave Colin Quinn COVID. You almost, almost killed Colin you Quinn. You almost took out a New York legend. Legend. Yeah. Yeah, Comedy sorry for that. Legend. Again, Colin, yeah. And you wonder apologize. why we call you terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fulfilling prophecy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can biological weapon yeah. out here. Yeah. 
But it's different. I think, I, you know, that's why for me, against people that have kids, I tend to listen. It's not that anybody's better than the worst, but when you start to have children, you, your whole outlook on life is I'm just seeing the world differently. I'm in, getting the world differently. I'm getting my information differently. So that's why I tend to try to listen to people that have kids. Not to say people that don't have kids yeah. are not very smart and well-adept, all you guys, but, but I'm like, you don't see the world, I see the world. You know, so you, you may have a very different emotion on something than I have. 100%. Yeah. It's, it's almost like, could you trust a politician? Oh, yeah, wipe him down. Wipe him down. Meat Sorry, there Let's yeah, go. Oh, yeah, 100%. We like it. Yes. It's like, it's the Ozempic. <laughs> <laughs> could you trust a politician that doesn't have kids? No. And that's the tricky thing. It's just like, how do I know that you're looking out for the future when you don't have any roots? to the future. You right. have no ties for the future. Right, mm. right. Well, like, what politician out there doesn't have kids? Most of them have kids. Don't I think for that reason, I think right. it's really important. Like AOC does not. AOC does not, yeah. We don't trust her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Speaking 100%. of Latin women, what, what did you say to your girl when she asked you to take out the trash? I really need to know how this fight escalated. Well, no, no, no. It wasn't. It was that I forgot. I forgot to do it. Mm -hmm. Um And then it. Why did you forget? This is where it gets. Well, this is where it gets fun. Yeah, well, yeah. first of all, yesterday was Father's Day. Okay. Wow. So, yes. Wow. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Wow. Like, no. So you gotta your dick. Like, yeah, come on. Wow. Like, Can I have shit. a day? It's your Juneteenth. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know, that's why I was in blackface. <laughs> and, 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 and I, I'm like, can I get a day where I don't have to do, you know, the the, the father stuff? Can can you, you know, can I just like whatever? Like I'll I'll not take out the trash. I'm not going to do anything. And I just and but I was still going to do it. But I forgot. Okay, I had drinking a little bit. We had a couple of whiskeys with my dad. We watched the Yankees, Red Sox. Uh, you know, it was fun, you know, listen, my dad's been, been at the house for, for a couple of months, and um, it was fun to just listen to, you know, what his view of the world is after a couple of whiskeys. And, 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 then, and then you're like, uh, you know, I should probably go to sleep because I just feel like my phone's recording this. And, 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 and I just feel like I shouldn't be around what you're saying. Yeah. And so, and so. Because uh, it's making so much it's sense. It's so much sense. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like, yes. I, I, I kept going, amen. Here, here, sir. <laughs> I, I get, that's how you know it's a crazy thing. Somebody just said when you get colonial. When you go, here, here. <laughs> yeah. The eyes well, have hey. it. Yes. Well said, sir. And, and so, and so, um. So I forgot to take it out, and then it was, it was just a thing that, again, and I do the same thing, I'm very guilty of, of doing this as well because you just get into attack mode, and, and but more women get into a little bit of attack mode. But by the way, I used to get upset by this, but I do understand it because they yeah. are the ones who need to be more vicious because nature has given them the responsibility to have the children, create the children, bear the children, and then take care of the children. So right. they are always like, are you attacking my kids? And they can't just turn that off. So I respect you know, a ferocious woman like that, but she said, you know, she was like, you know, if you wouldn't, if, if I said, I'm sorry, take out the trash. And then they, you know, it could, should have been, I wish it would have been, oh, I'm sorry, I'll just take it out and then no fight. But what she said was, she was like, instead of spending all that time on your phone, you could remember to take out the trash. And then, and that's when, cause I think I've been doing a better job of not being on the phone. Mm. I've been leaving my phone in the drawer. I've been put, taking technology away from me. You've been trying. I've been trying to do all that. I got off Instagram. I barely go on Pornhub anymore. I only yeah. have one or two OnlyFans. It is. <laughs> In the other room, it's not a taking over. My phone is not taking over my life. I don't look at it for the first hour I wake up anymore because that's what Ryan Holiday said to do. And I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. And and then so I was like, how? Give me a little bit of credit for trying, for trying to control what I can control. 
and, and it didn't happen. It was just a moment of weakness, and I had an opportunity right there. I had an opportunity <laughs> to, not, to not react. I could have said, Chris, don't react. Remember, this is your, it's, it's how you react is what, is what, you know, there'll be consequences to your reaction. So you are, you can't control what she said, but you can control your reaction. Yeah. And I forgot that. Epictetus went right out of my brain. Yeah. Went right out of my brain. A couple of whiskeys yeah. in the And what I saw my father do came right into my brain. <laughs> what did he say? And I, and I just, what did you channel, Chris? And I took off my shirt and I wasn't even realizing I was wearing a wife beater. It was a sore state. No, and I just started exploding. You know, you never, I, I became a little bitch. I'm going to be honest with you. And women don't want to see that. What would have better been better is to me to just say something to her like, all right, I'll do it and show her calmness because then it's like she can't win. But instead I caved, got into a big argument, you know, proved her right and then, you know, fucked up uh, because I've been also another thing we've been doing. Here's another here's another little insight I've had. You ready for this? Here's another little insight I have for people with kids out there. <laughs> Chris is sweating like his comic dude. Right I know. Dude. <laughs> yes. 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 Hey, hey, my name's Lavelle Crawford. I'll be at September 23rd, the baby one. Uh, no, so another another because again this went right out the window. But again, this is going back to we're all flawed here. Okay, we're, I'm trying the best I can but I'm always gonna make mistakes. It's just, you have to accept it as a human being. But I, I said, and we talked about this. My <laughs> girl and I, Jazz and I talked about this. We said, rather than, cause you know, in the morning, I don't know if you guys have, who has, anybody have kids? No. No, nobody has kids. So people out there, one of you have kids. In the, mor the mornings with children, very tough. A weekday morning, very tough. We got the 12 year old, you know, waking up late. He's gonna miss the bus. We got my eight year old waking up right on time. You know, she doesn't wanna do anything. She doesn't wanna do her hair. She doesn't wanna eat. Then we have the two year old waking up who's just being two, who's just being crazy, drunk, lunatic person, just yelling, screaming, wants to be held, wants to be put on the floor. She bites. So you have to just, un there's a lot of chaos going on. And then that would, a lot of times, unchecked, we would just start yelling at each other, yelling at the kids, sprinting to the bus and be like, Delilah, come on, get on the bus, all that. And then always negative, sending them out into the world on the bus. And I said, hey, let's use these moments of crisis to show the children how you react during a crisis. This is a crisis because with children, they can't really communicate. It's their behavior is the language. How they're behaving is, is, is what they're telling you. So I'm like, okay, how, how they're, they're behaving in a way that maybe they're hungry, maybe they have to use the bathroom, maybe they're, up, they're scared because they have a, a test, whatever. There's, but they can't speak to you that way, they behave. So we have to, as parents, do a better job. I, I said to her, I said to Jazz, I said, we, these are moments of crisis, they can't articulate it, we can. Let's show them to be calm, let's give them a confidence boosting activity before they get on the bus, like with my, my uh, older daughter, I'll have her like balance on the curb and have her do it two or three times. She goes into that bus happy, she a challenge, make her bed, something, confidence. And, and we've been doing so great at that. We've been doing so great at that. Mm. We're showing the kids in moments of when they're causing a crisis, how you react. And we've been doing so good. And that's great. Yeah, yeah. Go on, go For some right? reason today, when I woke up, I was like, fuck everything I just did last month. I'm going back to the oh me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's and then and then I like that confidence boosting yeah, activity. That's that's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, do that, I do I do a confidence boosting activity with my with my eight-year-old, uh, because she's the one I take to the bus. 
Every every day, have them go into a, right. a situation where they would be potentially insecure. Yes, with confidence. I oh. mean, you're a young person going into school. You don't know if people like you. They don't like so, you. It's so, like yeah. So it's really I smart. went into because I, I would notice that like if you know she has to be on the bus at 7:05 and the bus driver's there on the corner. What, and, what kind of confidence boosting activities would your dad do for you when you were going to school? <laughs> yeah, my dad. <laughs> how would you? How would he make you feel really confident right before you got onto the bus? Right. Yeah. 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 My dad probably honestly back then his his idea of a confidence booster, I would say, would be telling me, like, taking me to the racetrack, um, you know, take me to the racetrack, and I, I, if I picked a horse that, that that didn't win, rather than hitting me over the head with a rolled-up newspaper or calling me a failure or a loser, he would be like, there's better luck next time, but we do have to go right now because Daddy just threw all the money, and these men are looking for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's so, confidence getting yeah, away so, for the loan shark. Yeah. So let's confidently get take an Amtrak to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and lay low. <laughs> and, and so... But so, you know, oh my goodness. I think because oh, I would just know. But again, it's just noticing like every time we would rush her to the bus. I notice she gets on the bus. She doesn't talk to the people mm. sitting next to her. She's like, when I give her a hug and tell her I love you, she like pushes me away. Mm. But you can children as quickly as, you know, it, it, their brains are so malleable that as you can make a bad day that they're having a good day in literally 30 seconds. Mm. Just do, have them, you know, race to five things green on the corner. Have them, you know, uh, count backwards from 100. Anything, it can build, and then all of a sudden they're happy, they're confident, I love you, and then it becomes jumping into my arms, hugs, kisses, all that. Where'd you learn that? And then get them on the bus. Um, where did I, I think, to be honest with you, I think from that daily stoic stuff, again, shouting out, Ryan Holiday. He yeah. didn't say that, but I think just putting together. Can you shout out Marcus Aurelius, please? Shout yeah. out, yes. Okay, well, you're giving Ryan a lot of credit. <laughs> I think Marcus did the hell uh, heavy yes. lifting. Over Marcus here. Aurelius, Epictetus, all these guys. But yeah. I will say, but 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 when you read Marcus Aurelius and these, did guys, he even do it though? That's the other thing. Oh, you think somebody else did it? I mean, I think you just give credit to the guy in charge. So right. back in the day, it's like all the smartest people. That's a good point too. Yeah. That's true. Well, I think, but he does a good job, Holiday, of modernizing their words because a lot of times you're reading it, and I'm like, dude, I don't so speak dense, fucking yeah. Latin. Yes, guys. yes. <laughs> no, I'm teasing Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but no, but there's truth to it. Actually, let's go with that. Marcus really just bullshit. Well, we were having, we were having. I don't know which episode we we're having this conversation on, but like the whole thing with Shakespeare. Have you heard about that? Like maybe no. it was a collective of people. I, wrote, yeah, but it kind of makes sense when you look at. It's like Tesla the and breadth Edison. of work. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that's right. That's right. Tesla Edi worked Tesla, for Edison. Tesla was the one that came up with all the stuff, and Edison mm -hmm. just knew how to market it. Mm -hmm. ah, yeah. Edison. Edison was a more, more market. I mean, he's and maybe a there was twenty people on that team as that's well. That's true. So I would imagine if you're uh, Marcus Aurelius, who's the I think what he's the emperor of Rome. He was the emperor. Yeah. So I imagine you you have a bunch of people. If you want them to live this more evolved life, which you could say the Stoicism promotes, right? It's a better life. You look at almost like religion. Like do these things, you will enjoy your life more, and if those things are being brought to you from the guy in charge, right. maybe if you are one of the citizens of Rome, you'd be like, no, oh, I want to kind of live like the emperor. Yeah. That makes good yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay, the emperor wrote it. Yeah. But I don't know if that was literally his life. Like, he just True. happened to be the smartest guy ever who had all this right. wisdom. Right, Yeah, he might have been also the only one that could read or write at that time. Yeah. He was like, yeah. you, listen, you, you know, you're all... You and there was weird stuff happening, like, with the emperors in Rome, right? There was, what was that guy, uh, Zeno? Zeno? Zeno, he was the one that they all looked up to. But then he went crazy. He did. Was what? Nero that went crazy. Nero, sorry, Nero. Nero, went crazy. Nero. Nero what? Nero's but not a stoic. That wasn't. Though. But that wasn't. Nero. Yeah, I guess Epictetus I guess. worked for. Ne I think Epictetus used to work for, for Nero. Nero. And, see, that's the thing with. It was wasn't Nero's fault though? 
They said that the- Chlamydia? They, no, it was the pipes. <laughs> okay. Because they had the first, it's like- Lead pipes. They right? had lead, yeah. they didn't realize that there would be the lead yeah. in the fights would cause the same lead issues that we have today. Yeah. Right? So apparently he went crazy while he was in control. Yeah. But the only reason that happened is because he was rich. Right. Right. Most people didn't have lead pipes funneling water into their right. beautiful homes, so the right. poor people weren't getting the lead poison. Yeah, yeah, and same thing with the Salem witch trial. They did think the, the when the witches, you know, that whole time, it was that, and same thing happened in France. Oh, it was the, lead poisoning? No, it wasn't lead poisoning. It was a certain flower that was growing, a certain uh, weed that was growing, infecting uh, 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 the, the crops, and for whatever reason, it reacted in women because of, you know, they're different bags of chemicals in men yeah. and cause them to have some type of hysteria in these witch-like kind of, it give, put them in like a type of psychosis, put everybody in a mild psychosis and where they see, I'm forgetting the plant, but where they see this weed growing is where you had witch trials happening. So wow. they, they can't really, history can't really overlook it as much. Do you think that dude's just like, I don't want to buy my girl flowers anymore, let me just find a Devil's way. trumpet? Devil's trumpet, that's what it is. And that's, mm. not, that's not what I call you and your people. All right guys, we're gonna take a break real quick because some of you have a very bad habit and we're not allowed to say what it is for whatever legal reasons, but I think you know what it is. It involves inhaling a little bit of nicotine, it's addictive, it's not the best. So, instead of not inhaling anything altogether, why don't you just change what you're inhaling? And that's where fume comes in. It is magnificent if you were trying to kick that certain habit. You just instead inhale a little fume. Fume is completely natural. Instead of electronics, it's just air. It is flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, all of their ingredients are natural. All natural, delicious flavors. So you get what I'm trying to say. Instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you are free to enjoy that makes replacing your bad habit easier. It also comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, which gives your fingers something to do. Because a lot of times, that's all it is. Your fingers just need something to do. Now they got it. So, all you need to know, three things. The taste, more flavorful than you thought, feels super fresh, it feels real, it feels weighted, it feels nice, it feels like a solid object you're holding, and look, I mean, look at that, that looks wonderful, okay? So Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason you cannot be one of them. So join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from bad habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume, T-R-Y-F-U-M.com and use code flagrant to save 10% off because we be giving you discounts 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That is T-R-Y-F-U-M.com and use the code flagrant to get an additional 10% off today. Now let's get back to the show. Hey guys, there's one thing in life you can never be too good at, sex, your dick game. You might think it's good, it's probably not as good as you think it is, but you might think it's good, why can't it get better? Why not satisfy the woman you love? And if ladies, if your man has a fragile ego, that's okay, he's a, he's a work in progress, like me, like Chris Stefano. but you could help him out a little bit. Give him the blue chew assist. Boom, there's a blue pill right in there, okay? You know all the deal, it's chewable, it works quickly, it's uh, incredibly effective, everybody on here has used it, everybody on here has loved it, so all you need to know is that blue chew is gonna send you your first pack, if you're not sold on what we're saying, for free. All you need to do is go to bluechew.com, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, and you get your first pack for free. So if you don't believe what I'm saying, you get your first pack for free, try it yourself. All you gotta do is pay $5 for shipping, that's it. Even the brokest of broke boys can afford that. Again, that is bluechew.com, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code flagrant for free. 
$5 shipping. That's all you got to pay. Better, harder dick. You know you need that. I know I need it. <laughs> Ask my wife about it. Let's get back to the show. Marquito. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm quite sure. I know. Going through it. This so is good. Sorry. This I love is it, good. Yeah. This is your swing it. Let's get a yeah. zen yeah. in. It's you. Fucking Let's get a fucking oh, zen in you. Papa zen, dude. What's his in? Oh, don't give it to him. Don't give it to him. No, no, no. It's going to be too crazy. You're going to enjoy it too much. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I don't want to swear. You're going to be throwing the trash out so much. Yeah, and I don't know how it reacts to my blood pressure medicine. I'm still stuck on the fact you didn't get the day off. Like, it's Father's Day. You don't get one day off of my doing it. It's Juneteenth. Oh, no. Yeah, Father's Day. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Well, I mean, listen, we were able to do, you know, she was like, you know, cooked a great breakfast we had a great time um uh went to the park with the kids but yeah you don't there's no days off um with the parenting i mean mom's more though dude i gotta i'll be honest okay you know it's fun it, you know you know we could make our jokes but when i when i look at how hard of a job being a mom is i'm like i can't i just can't fucking do that like dude the children just want their mom for ev re thing yeah. it doesn't matter what i do it yeah. doesn't matter at all the mom is the only one that can calm them down and the mom's life is the one that's on hold the longest because it's like like i get i get kind of back in the day his historical times when guys were like listen you just stay home and take care of the kids i'll do everything and now yeah. with feminism sometimes feminism makes it harder for women because you're like yo i gotta take care of these kids and, and do this thing and then also now you want me to have a nine to five and try to live my dreams it's like for whatever reason nature decided okay the women are going to be have to be the ones to take care of the kids and you know, again no matter what i do i can't help the kids here's as a, much as the mom can here's a take if you can afford it okay not everybody can afford it but if one can afford it right if one can afford a woman not going back to work. Right. If it's not her passion, it's not her love, it's not something she, she's really interested in, and- Then she's a witch. <laughs> Burn, her. Burn her immediately. Devil's trumpet. Isn't it, isn't it kind of beneath, once a woman has children, isn't right. it beneath her to go back to a job if she doesn't have to? Like, I get it's your, it's your career, your passion, it's your love. But just like if go she doesn't with, need the money, if she doesn't need the money, and, and not everybody has the privilege to not work. But if you can not work, going back to a job that you it, to me it's kind of beneath you. Like you're gonna make copies of, of a fucking yes. paper for your boss. Like you just created a human being. Yes. And now you're doing these medial tasks. Yeah, it's like it's like it's a good point because it's like even watching you know what it Jazz stupid. what Jazz went through. It's like hey babe, you blew your pussy off. Yeah. <laughs> These people that have changed my life in the most positive way. You're not going to go back to working at Target. Exactly. That's, you know what? You just won 40 years of freedom. That's it. That's it. Your pussy blew off. It blew yeah. off like, yeah. you know? <laughs> and and yeah, they have yeah. to, I watched them sew it back on. Yeah. I literally watched yeah. that happen. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's how crazy it is. Your vagina blows like almost off. Yeah. And then you're so numb from the pain that they just start sewing it. Yeah. Giving you open vagina surgery, sewing it while you are non no meds. Yeah. And so, and so for me, I, that's a good point. And that, but I just, think it's beneath them if they can afford not to do it. I understand that a lot of people cannot right. afford to do it, and that's a huge luxury. But yeah, just going back to a job you hate after you created a human yeah. being. But I do think just this. seems I, stupid. I do think, though, most people, and again, I'm not saying, you know, not everyone can have a full, you know, house of servants. I'm not saying that. Yeah, yeah. But most people can delegate 
and they're choosing not to delegate. What does that mean? Delegate. delegate, meaning like give responsibilities. Of the child? Or? No, 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 like, like of your parenting. Like you, we have this thing in today's society for some reason where if we're not doing it all, then we're failing at something. Oh no, get help, yo. Get help. Get help. You yeah, know, yeah, whether yeah. that's a family member, whether that's but that's on women. A cleaning lady once a month, yeah. anything. Because women feel guilty though. They feel like they're not doing their motherly duty. And it's like, shorty, if this was fucking 100 years ago, you'd be living with your mom, your dad, Dad, your yes. brothers and your sisters who yeah. love kids, your fucking grandparents. There'd be uh, your whole point. family taking, like you guys do. You yeah. told me that that's yeah. a common thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. So yeah, because like they say that saying goes back to it takes a village to raise a kid yeah. because it does. But mm -hmm. now we try to be like, oh, I'm a single mom or I'm a single Especially dad. Especially in this city when we're all living in these apartments where we can't have two generations of families in the apartment. Yeah, yeah. it's tricky. Yeah, a friend of ours. Uh, I don't want to shout him. I don't want to say who he is because he might want to keep shit on the low. But he was just like, yeah, the second I have a kid, like my parents already told me they're moving into my into the city where I live. Well, let me just remind you what Benjamin Franklin said. What House guests aren't like fish. After three days, they begin to stink. So <laughs> just know, just know Isn't that. Is your dad staying with you? Yeah, <laughs> that's why I said that. And, and so, and so, and so, yeah, no, no, it's fine. But, but that's the thing. It's like we, you know, I will say though, having the village with me now has been such a monumental help, and I'm happy and fortunate. My dad and stepmom are, are there helping me because it, it's such a, a huge help. But with that being said, kind of having even a house in general, what I was saying before is like, you know, people used to have houses and mansions and all that because they had a team of servants that would run the grounds for them. Now it's like, you'll go get a big house, which would be a modern day mansion, which would be a mansion to someone from 300 years ago. Even if you have a three, four bedroom house, it's huge. I'm like, we don't need all this. What We've just given ourselves more work. You think that you upgraded, but you actually downgraded your life because yeah. now all this time I could have been hanging out with my you. family when I had, hanging out with my kids when we had a little apartment, we could clean that thing in 20 minutes, make it a team activity. Now we spend entire days Cleaning trying to maintain thing. the house when the kids are sitting on their iPads. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I'm like, get rid, let's get rid of the house. Let me sell and let's move here and or, the city? Know, to the city, because at least we have an apartment and we're there and we're in community and we don't have to spend all day worrying about cleaning this and doing, even the pool, like once you have it, the children. How often are you even using the fucking pool, we, Chris? It, it's been yeah. summer, it's been, you know, warm out, what, the last 15 days, we've used it yeah. once or twice because the kid's like, oh, I did it yesterday. Exactly. But when we make the pool a big activity, like we're going to the community pool, great time. And yeah. then it's over, you wipe it up and it's over. We're, and also, what is a pool for me? For me, a pool is something else to worry about. I got little kids. They're gonna I know, fall I have to constantly worry. Yeah. Are they going in there? I have alarms floating in the, it's, it's do you, drama. Do you teach them how to swim before oh, yeah. they can Well, they're talk? Puerto Rican, they know how to swim. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they got here. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So, so, no, but yes, yes. Have I you seen them. those videos of the infants? Just throw them in. Oh yeah, no, they you they throw just them with their clothes on. I throw you that you have to do that. I watched them do that with my the the baby. You throw them in with the Oh, you tried that? You it's, it's a survival swimming class? swimming class and then they have a wow. mechanism. Just like dude, when you give as soon as the the baby comes out of the birthing canal, immediately they put it on You don't even call it a pussy anymore. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah, it's I know. It's like Panama down there. It blew off. It's a canal. It's gone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It blew. Dude, let me anybody who's going who's got a, a girl pregnant, right? 
right yeah. now, you maintain eye contact. Are you the watching time. down the barrel like James Bond? No, style? no, I did it for the first one, and that was a mistake. Yeah, you at the head. Okay, yeah, so you got to be over by her shoulder. I knew what yeah. to do now. Yeah. I looked yeah. at her. I just look eye contact. Look beautiful because you do not want to look down there. You don't want to look down there and yeah. go barefoot because I've ruined I ruined two pairs of sneakers <laughs> with both my wow. kids because you just it's a Placenta. bloody mess. Yeah, placenta all over. So I go in. I went in there barefoot, and it's fine. And and so um, wait, what was I saying? But you were stand, making eye contact, not looking down the camera. My, making eye contact, yes. With, yeah, but there was something else that I was saying before <laughs> that. God damn it, I got distracted by your swimming. legs. Swimming. <laughs> oh, swimming, yeah. Oh, swimming, yes. Swimming is, you know, they, they, they have the survival instinct. Sure. Like, as soon as you throw them in the water, they float to the top. And with the baby, <laughs> as soon as you put her on the chest, like she's, my daughters were 30 seconds old. She knew to move her little squid body down and get to the nipple and wow. start sucking. Yeah. That's why nipples get darker when they're pregnant. Yes, because it's easier for babies to see where the nipple is. And that's why blood. That's why women too get that, and it's a byproduct of blood flow because the blood flow stop. They start to get um, women towards later in pregnancy start to get very cold arms and legs and go numb. Because all the blood is right. Because literally, what it's it's very fascinating pregnancy because you realize like you don't really have any control of your body at that point because the body, the human body, all it's doing is a period is is preparing every month for pregnancy. And every month it's not pregnant, it's like, fuck you, fuck moving on here. to the next one. Yeah. But when you are pregnant, especially towards the end, it's literally, your body is saying to you, if anything happens at all, I am 100% saving the baby. The blood flow is going. Fuck your wrists. Fuck, fuck them your all. feet. Hmm. Yeah. Well, because it says, what do you not? You don't. You can be a torso and deliver this baby. So we're not <laughs> giving the blood to your feet to your hands. We're not doing any of that. The baby, the baby, the baby. And that, you know, when mothers would die of childbirth, it was simply a lot of things. You know, would be blood pressure issues. You know, back in the day before modern medicine, because there's like all the blood's going to the baby, and then that messes with your flow, and then the mom dies. Wow. Because that's what nature is. Nature is saying, hey, we had our fun with you. We gave you an opportunity. <laughs> you didn't work out. So now we got the next one coming out, wow. and we're going to try with this one. It's very ugly, Nature. You just look. If you really just want to like know about nature, just watch these animal videos. Dude, I saw a video once of a zebra. Okay, This is why it's very hard to be a step-parent, but I'm doing, a, I think, a pretty good job. Because being a stepdad is harder than being a, a, a biological dad because I have to show the same love and compassion to a child that's not mine, and I do it because being a step-parent is the most thankless job in the world, but I had a great stepmom who gave me that advice to be like, you're gonna get the props for being a step-parent when the children get a little bit older, because it's, I get it, my stepson, it's, it's in nature, he's like, you're not my dad, and I'm like, great, I'm not, I keep that fighting spirit to protect your sisters, great, be protective, I like that, but it's thankless because you aren't, it's, it goes against nature, I, and, and when you, without you know, rules of society and, and, and kind of you know, our social awareness, actual pure nature, when you watch it, I saw this video of a zebra yeah. that got impregnated by you know, a male, that male died in the course of the gesticulation, uh, the, the, the baby developing, a new male came in and was the head of the zebra uh, clan, as, as the mother was giving birth, however many months later, stopped the, it out, stopping wow. it out and, yeah, and that baby was alive for maybe five seconds and it yeah. stopped, because it's like, that ain't mine. We're you moving know on something with crazy? only my offspring. You wanna know something crazy about that? With, I don't know, with zebras, but I think with certain uh, primates, it turns the, the mom on. Mm. Interesting. There's yeah. a biological 
reaction that induces like her, I don't know, exactly. sexual urges. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, this is the person that's gonna get me pregnant, and then this is the person who's gonna look after my kids. Uh, yeah. How makes sense fucking you crazy. want the strongest offspring. Yeah. yeah. How crazy is that? Your own seed yeah. getting demolished. Right. And that makes you horny. It's mm. unbelievable. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Make that an OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do we got? We got some feelings, no facts here? Yeah, we got some wild shit. Bro, yeah. the Conor McGregor situation, did you see that? Wild. Did you, do you know what we're talking about yeah, here, Chrissy? He, he, when he, well, I know he knocked out the mascot, and then I know he got sexual assault allegations in Miami, right? Yeah, yeah, big girl. And, <laughs> girl? and this is the this is yo, this is how funny the internet is. The internet heard the news okay. and they saw him knocking out the mask out the day before. And they were like, yo, maybe he was so yayed up he probably did this. And then the video of the girl came out. And then the whole internet was like, nah, she lying, bro. He, he, <laughs> there's no way he's forcing himself on that. There's no fucking way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was a big, she was a big, big girl. girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, solid, solid. Maybe he thought the mascot was the girl. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He felt heat, bro. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah. So what do you think is going on with Connor? Because there's video of him going into the, the bathroom. Shorty is changing her story a lot. He and his team is saying the exact same thing the whole oh, time. I, They're I, like, nah, this is bullshit. She's just trying to... You Listen, know. I don't know anything about I don't know anything about what happened here. I mean, I've seen the videos, but again, who knows? But it's the this is why in gladiator times, the gladiators weren't allowed to be free in society. You were not allowed. No, you stay watch the movie. You stayed in a cage in the <laughs> matches. You just fucking stay. You were fed and then that's it because you can't you know, uh, uh, give somebody millions of dollars for being an, an animal and beating the shit out of people and wear modern day gladiators and then just and then let them go them to, to a heat game. <laughs> you can't just then send him to Miami. What do you now, What do you think he's gonna do? It's like, you know, you pay people to hit people. Oh, that's funny. Even with Zion, it's like, yeah, the amount of testosterone to make a human being like Zion, do you think he's not gonna fuck every single girl that's in his path? Especially, yeah. I think it's like, worse with sheltered, like, remember Dwight Howard? Yeah. Super sheltered when he came in the oh, league, yeah, he's super like, Christian. Let's change the logo to Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think those guys, and Zion is like a really adorable, sweet kid. Yeah, he's a good and kid. And then all of a sudden, he's a millionaire with tons of testosterone and then access yeah. to all this pussy he didn't even fucking well, well, that, well, that's back the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like so, super crazy. Society, we reward the athletes in 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 you know a big way with money and fame and all those things, and kind of glorify what they do, like football players hitting people as hard as you can, and then get mad at them when they go into society without you know you pluck them from school yeah. early, you incentivize them to leave school, not get educated. And and you know uh, uh, and be around you know uh, like-minded people yeah. also. Aren't and then educated. we go. Why aren't you acting more educated? Yeah, yeah. yeah why, 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 yeah, yeah. Hey, Alan Ives, why did you blow through 150 million dollars uh, in 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 10 years? It's like, well, I was going to Georgetown, and then you made me leave the last two years, and they were going to teach me finance, the best school, finance school in the country, arguably. You took me out of it and put me with the 76ers. What do you think I was going to do? I'm going to blow my money because yeah. you made it. You made it appealing to me, so I think that's something with Conor McGregor. Now, again, there's other UFC fighters that don't do that stuff, yeah. so I understand that argument, but when I see things like this, I'm like, dude, what do you think's gonna happen, man? Yeah. Don't, you know, then keep, you got, again, go back to old, the gladiators, they got kept in cages. Yeah. That's what, you're not, you're not what should you have, Let's say it's all bullshit, and the girl just, you know, trumped it up to, you know, basically try to get a hey, leg watch your mouth, that's my friend. <laughs> 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 but like, what should happen when there's a 
false accusation like that. Right. This there is has to be fight. some kind of punishment, right? But I feel yeah, like they, I think so. The UFC should be like the NBA, and each fighter have their handler to make sure shit like oh, this like doesn't happen. Oh, like the big guy. But yeah. nobody's handling Connor. That's yeah, the thing. Like Connor's going to do whatever handle. Connor does, and you also have to understand where he's coming from because every decision that he's made in his life is the most insane decision ever. Hey, I'm this guy from Ireland, and I'm on fucking welfare. But you know what? I'm going to be the greatest fighter of my generation, completely revolutionize the sport, and make hundreds of millions of dollars. And everybody looked at him his entire life and was like, "You're out of your fucking mind." Yeah. And then it worked. Right. So there's nobody that he's going to listen to. Why he's would champion? He? He's like, you know what? I'm going to make a whiskey. Not even going to be good. I'm going to make hundreds of millions of dollars off of a whiskey and everybody's like what yeah, it's not yeah. even good yeah hundreds of millions of dollars off yeah of so it's like i'm almost like yeah don't listen to anybody <laughs> yeah why should you ever take anybody's advice well it is too it's one of those things too it is a very trumpy in a way where mcgregor he does so many wild things yeah. that you're like which one do i pick like he knocked out the mascot that's all anyone was talking about and that yeah. would have been a thing and then he's like you know what <laughs> let's bring on the sexual assault allegations <laughs> and i guarantee you in the next week for now something else happened you'll forget about the first two yeah so i don't know if that's a tactic or what but i think that yeah i mean I don't know, because now the only thing that I saw was that she was seen hours later with him, yeah. right? So then that, you know, I, 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 it's, it's tough. But then you also got to put yourself in the woman's shoes. It's like, why do you want to get your name dragged through the mud if something didn't happen? It's tough. I, I, Bro, that's the I thing, right? I don't even know if there's mud anymore for women. Right. Like, I don't right. even know. If they, like, I don't know what they can't come back from. Like, they can do porn. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And it's okay. Like, right. what is mud for women now? Trying to ruin a guy's life is different. If it finds out you were lying about this, that's tough to recover. Oh, I mean, I guess oh, you just stick to I your agree. Story. As a liar, for sure. But if you're not exposed as a liar, if you're exposed right. as a victim, it's like, yeah. I mean, that's just, I don't know. I don't know, like, yeah, there where. There needs to be repercussions both ways. Oh, so, dude, to, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think you have to get the punishment that he would have gotten if it was true. Okay, yeah. Otherwise, every, if, you, if you just slap them on the wrist, you go, bad girl, you can't do that. Why wouldn't every single girl that hooks up with a famous, successful, rich guy claim this? I think, I think too, but the other side, the, the point, then it's like, well, what happens then now it, women won't come forward, right? The Is guy that, just that, has a good lawyer or whatever. Say, whatever. Then, then they'll say that'll, the that'll help, that'll make less women come forward with actual allegations because they'll be fear of, well, if I'm wrong, I'm gonna get but, in trouble, but I was right. But I guess I that's think what this, the law is, but I, I, think, I don't know. I think this girl makes more girls not come forward. Yeah, that's like, true. I think this girl makes less girls come forward, right? Because right. she's clearly lying, and then other girls are going, ugh, they're gonna think I'm a liar. Right. Right? Right, yeah. It's yeah. like, if the more people that fake it, the more it takes away from the girls that it actually happened. If no women are out there faking it and a woman does come forward and every other circumstance we've heard the women come forward, it was true, we're gonna believe it every single fucking time. Well, that's what, but it goes back, you know, again, this is this country, this is why I love this country. We have the best justice system in the world. We just have number one. So I think no matter what the media says, we are numero uno, papi. <laughs> justice. <laughs> on June TV. Yeah. You're a brave yeah. dude. Bro. I mean, you're a brave dude. Ask excited, Alex about yeah. Sweden. Right? Yeah. Where were we were in jail for three months? Yeah, that's true. Yes, one you know, month. One month that wouldn't have happened here, okay? You would have been you would have been uh you caught yourself. Yeah. 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 How did you forget the cameras are yeah. <laughs> I thought I was back on stand <laughs> um, um, So, no, but, but so, no, but so, you know, and I think whatever, if it goes to that, yeah, if it goes sorry. to that. But how do you prove it? he said, she said? That's the biggest that's, issue. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. If a girl, so let's say you accuse a billionaire, he's got the best lawyers, he's got the best whatever. So is it just he wins, you lost, you go to jail now? Because then you definitely won't come over, won't come forward. Yeah. 
There's also like a gray area where it's like, okay, they're both drinking. She's like, yeah, let's hook up. I'll give you a head. And then he's like, oh, we're going to have sex now. And she's like, ah, I don't really know. But then she feels right. insecure and intimidated. And then she does it. Like, is that consent or is it not consent? Like, it's all yeah. gray. But this is yeah. why I think, too, what you got to, especially, well, is he single or he's just, he just cheats on his wife, right? That's, I guess they have an agreement, him and his wife. Must yeah. be. That's where it gets more interesting. Well, but I think that his wife probably, I, I'm sure, like, because he's not coming out being like, I'm so sorry I cheated. Like, he's just open oh, about, like, I'll true. be in. So I think he must have some type of agreement yeah. Yeah. with his wife. Yeah. Um, but this is where it goes. But my father, advice, he said, you know, he was like, listen, the, 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 the house always wins. You can beat the house 99 times out of 100, mm. but the one time that the house wins negates the 99 wins, so you just keep your numbers low. Mm. That's what he said when it comes to women, when it comes to drinking, eating, and keep, he's, he's preaching keep your numbers low. Mm. That's what he said to me my whole life. Now, I didn't listen at all times, yeah. but I have, but Neither I am. did he, uh, Yeah, exactly, yeah. but yeah, he was fat, 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 but I am listening. Oh, I was talking about the gambling. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, that too. But I am, I, I have, you know, listened to that now, and that's, that's the truth, because the less, you know, listen, bro, fame is. It's gonna catch up. It's going to catch up. It's going to catch up. If you keep living the wildlife, it's going to catch up. It's going to catch up. And yeah. dude, you know, like you're, you know, very famous now. And, and it's not, you know, I bet you there's a small part of you, mm -hmm. a small part of you that would give some of it back to have a little bit more anonymity, right? A small part of you. The fame is not something I've ever cared about. I think fame just follows the things that you care about. Like, I think people who just want to be famous, that's their only desire, I think right. that's super gay. But like, being great at something or being, you know, really successful, there's gonna come, there's notoriety right. that's gonna follow that right. always, right? Right. And, um, but it's not necessarily, like, I don't know, maybe I'm just in a good position where like people are really cool to me, they're always really nice when they meet me, it's like, right. it, it's, been, it's been really good. I've been well, very I, fortunate. I think there's a level that's beyond it where like people don't even treat you like you're real. Right. And I think that's probably really that's frustrating. Probably, yeah, well, and it's good, you know, you're married, you're, you're staying, you know, like. Yeah, I don't have any drama really good. in my well, life. Well, that, that's yeah. good. Because I think, I think, you know, sometimes with. You're a single wild boy, you're out there. These things are gonna come That's the tough part, you. because yeah. sometimes I look at like the freedom of like, say my friends from home. Like yeah. the freedom, like even some of the things they text or some of the things they'll say in public when they're drinking, like nobody cares about them. Like mm. they can live completely free of any real consequences where in entertainment sometimes or whatever you're doing, if you're well known, we live in a society now where they will say, you have to now live to higher standards and you can't really be as free as you would want to be. And so, I don't know, sometimes I struggle with that. I think you also are coming from a different position where you have kids, right? So your yeah. freedom is restricted by providing for your children and your family. Right. Right. You're like, I can't say this wild shit on this TV show because if that takes all these other things away from me, then my kids are going to starve and then I'll be a failure. Right. And then I, I assume you'll hit an amount of money. Like you probably have a number in your head where it's like, I'm good no matter what when I right. hit this number. Right. And there's some freedom there. Then you create however you want, say whatever well, the fuck you well, want. Well, I was talking to Akash before this, before we started. It's like, but then you always move the goalpost yeah. back. It's like, I probably have that number already. There's, there's a, you know? Yeah, but there's still a number where it's like, to, at least to me, it's like, I never have to work again and right. I'll be okay. Right. And then after that, it's like, I'll never have to work again and I could buy a couple more houses. Yeah, I'll yeah. never have to work again, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm flying yeah. private. Like, but right. it's the, do I ever have to work again and can I pay for my children's life? Can I take care of my parents? Yeah. Can I take care of my friends? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I'm not, and, and by the way, I'm not talking about 
I'm not talking about like being able to like be an animal and say horrific things and do horrific things because like you don't want to do that anyway. You have morals. No, you're you talking got, about making jokes. I'm you're talking about making jokes or just doing anything. And yeah. then it's like what you do or say gets scrutinized where like I look at some of my friends and I'm like, man, they are having a better, even though yes, maybe I have more money. I'm the one that gets recognized. I'm the one that whatever, but it's like, they're actually living a bit better life than I am also in our career. That's why I think what you have is so amazing when you want to have children, because you can make a living enough for them here with doing what you're doing just here in New York and then being close by where, you know, the trade-off in our careers with going on a world tour or doing all these stand-up dates is it takes so much time away from your family. Yeah. And yes, you have 20 million or whatever it may be, but that time, if you value time and money as the same currency or time as a more valuable hmm. currency than money, you're like, dude, I gave up. That cost me way too much, actually. Yeah. That 20 million cost me so much money because I lost it all with them. So I'm trying to find the balance of that. Dude, it, it's interesting. We're, we had a PBD here on the podcast and he said uh, something great when it comes to, to children. And I've always felt this with my parents, but he said more is caught than taught, right? Mm -hmm. Meaning like what you tell them and teach them specifically isn't even gonna be close to as much as they're gonna absorb from just watching you. Yeah, right? oh yeah. And, uh, and in my mind, I had always been you know, like, okay, I gotta stack up as much as I can right now so I can be so active in my kids' lives. I can right. be there every second, whatever. And when he was talking about that and I started reflecting on like what I saw from my parents, I, I, I was like, holy shit, no, no, I still need to like work hard so that my kids catch that. Right. I, I've seen people whose parents have enough money where they don't have to work and then they just kind of hang out and what do the kids end up doing? Yeah. Hanging out. Hanging out with a bunch yeah. of money. With a bunch of money, right? And it's just like, in order for them, like all my work ethic comes from my parents. Seeing my right. fucking dad wake up at seven in the morning, go to sleep at two in the fucking two in the morning the next day. Like, right. I mean, just seeing that and that being normal and regular, I'm like, okay, well, that's how hard we have to work. Same thing with my Did mom. Did you feel like you saw your mom and dad a lot though, and bonded with them a I, lot? I, they were the best. They were there all the time. So they just made it work. They made so that's it work. A good example. But I also like seeing them together wasn't always the case. We might have had dinner for like an hour, but my mom would work at night and my dad worked during the day. But that was a good sign. An hour with but it was them. amazing. They were awesome. I'm so lucky in that regard. But I'm just saying, like, in my mind, I'm going, okay, what I'll do is I can take all my time and just put it into the kids. But now I'm thinking, no, 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 no. I need them to see what work is. Right. I need them to be around. I need to be working. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's if it's on the road, or if it's developing new stand-up, or if it's making a movie, or whatever the hell it right. is. But like, they need to see me grinding while also I need to be at every single game like my parents were. Right. But they still need to see me work. Right. But or they will think they oh, yeah. don't have to. So, but what I'm saying, but in order for you, I 100% agree, but in order for you to be at their games, you're going to have to sacrifice some money and some show dates. Can't wait. But we live in a, we live in a society where the more and more and more you get valued by how much money and fame you have yeah. or how many Twitter followers or retweets yeah. you have yeah. when really it's like if I've tried I've tried to make my life a lot smaller and be like, who am I to, to, to my family? That's what matters. So it's like, yeah. yes, maybe that means, you know, you know, I could have more money if I went out every weekend, but it's yeah. like, but then that's going to require way too much time away from the kids. So I'm not willing to do that, but we have, but the but people they in recognize our corner. It too, and it's not until you're older, even to your thanklessness thing earlier, like, uh, oh, being a step parents, very not thankless. Even being a parent, yeah. dude. Yeah. It's like you're fourth in your own life. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But like, yeah. I, I remember my dad was at every single basketball game mm -hmm. that I would even let him come to. He'd bring a fucking camera and tripod and film it 
So right. we would all be able to watch our highlights. Right. Right? And that's Every before you can even monetize it. Bro like, yeah. <laughs> I would have had it on subtitles. Like, hey, what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. So he'd, he'd come through, right? Yeah. And it wasn't until like, maybe he was in, I was always grateful. I was, I, I, I love my dad. Fuck my hero. He's the greatest guy ever. Great guy, he's, yeah. he's fuck. But it, Jamil, you, you know Jamil, yeah. right? So Jamil and I went to high school together and he said something, that was like a couple months ago. He was like, we were talking about like my dad and how he was really active in everybody's lives and just like he was always there. And, and he was like, did you not notice that there were no other dads at the basketball games? Right. And it didn't even dawn on me right. that he was the only dad at the games. Yeah. yeah. And like, to be fair, these games are right after school. They're probably 3.30, 4.30. Yeah. A lot of dads have jobs where they just can't get there. He was yeah. able to you know, yeah. maneuver around his schedule. They had this little yeah. dance studio so he could work things out. But like, I, I'm like so grateful as a fucking 39 year old dude that I find myself every time I see my dad, like I'm like, you're the best dad ever. Like, yeah. like I feel like I need to ingrain that in him that right. I know now, maybe right. I'm late, but I, I, I know what you did. Right. And before you go, God forbid it's not soon. Before you go, you need to know I know. Right. Yeah, it is weird. A good man you don't appreciate till you get older, especially as, as a, yeah. I think both genders. As a man, you realize what it takes to be a good man, and as a girl, you realize how yeah. many ain't shit men there are out there. Well, it's and like you're like, oh, I had a good one. Unbelievable. Well, it's one of those things too, and also too, you know, going to your kids' games and all that. Like you said, your dad, not only was he there, because it's, it's great to show up, but he was present and actively yeah. there. You got it. Yeah. So you can go to your kids' games, and I found myself doing this. Like, yes, I'm at all my daughter's soccer games, but sometimes I was on my phone doing work. Sometimes I was, Now you're you know, locked in. So, but now, so now when I go to the games or the events, the phone is in the car. Because yeah. I'm like, even filming it, I'm like, other parents are filming it, and we don't have to live every, like, it's, I, I don't, I, yeah. the, the, it's too, too much technology. So I'm like, let me yeah. be present. So every time she looks up in the stands at you're me, there. I'm watching her, because a lot of times she would, we'd have a great day, I'd be like, baby, you were so great. And she'd be like, you, one time she said to me swimming, she's like, you weren't even watching. Oh, but I was there the whole time. But I didn't even realize that yeah. I wasn't watching. But, but that's the thing. Technology so, allows us to be there and not present. Not, yeah, so, yeah. But sometimes I'm, sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm almost, again, thankful she said that to me a few years ago, because it's like, you only have to say that shit to me once, and, and it ain't happening yeah. again. Yeah. And so, and again, and then I think, Two, you know, I, I look at, you know, uh, uh, with being a parent, like you said, like you, you, you there's a, another stoic thing. It's about the third thing. You know what the third thing is? So they say, be wary of the third thing. The first thing is doing the deed, right? Doing whatever the good deed is, whatever can apply sure. to a million situations. The second thing is somebody benefiting from that good deed. Again, whatever it is. The third thing, and this is the thing to be weary of, is needing Validation. Needing validation and needing to be told how great you are for doing nope. that thing. The third thing yeah. is based in the ego and that's the thing yeah. that you don't want to do and that's what parenting is, is like, yeah. if you want to be recognized for being a good parent, you've missed the point. Yeah. You've yeah. missed it, the yeah. point of what it, it makes, is, you know? It makes you yeah. feel good to be a good parent. Yeah. You are validating yourself by doing that. You don't need everybody no. there to be like, oh, what a great job. Yeah. Right. And you, it's hard It's hard with kids because kids are inherently narcissists. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. intrinsically from a young age, like everything is about me, giving yeah. me things, and yeah. then it's not thanked because right. that's the nature of being children. Yeah. 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 Like even with my, you know, kids, I, you know, I always tell them I love them. And I always try to say, hey, you know, when someone says, you know, especially mom or dad say, I love you, say you love them back. If you feel that, I always... I always say, if you're feeling it, you say it. And most times they say it back, but the times that they don't, I'm not like, I just, I'm the adult. So it's like, I need to let them know before they leave that I love them so they have that. If they're not feeling it, because like you said, there's a narcissism in, in all of us, but really pronounced in children. 
And I'm like, because uh, I think we all have it still. It's just society and civilization makes it. You know, we have rules and we have, you know, trying to be proper. You know, but kids don't give a shit. They'll yeah. tell you right off the bat this sucks because yeah. they're a little bit more animalistic. But um, yeah, I think uh, I think needing needing to be known, needing to be glorified for everything you do always is not necessarily a good. <laughs> and that's tough. Christmas Go. are the gifts from the parents or Santa. So the so the the that's gonna be a tough one. Yeah. So thank that's gonna be a tough one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, <laughs> the that's gonna be a tough one. I'm be honest. Yeah. That's gonna be a tough one. The, no. If I'm waiting online for six hours outside Toys yeah. R Us to get you some shit. That ain't from Santa. I do. <laughs> I do Santa. I do Santa. He. She gets my the older one because my 12 year old stuff. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. he knows now. He's 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 over it. But the, the eight-year-old, she's kind of on the fence, so she gets less gifts from Santa, more gifts from us. The two-year-old. <laughs> you, you guys do a few from you. Yeah, yeah we do That's a few from us now. So we're just kind of putting the idea, yeah. we're just putting the idea out there, yeah. you know, that like, hey, this guy, He's not as he's not real. What sand is not real, the vaccine is. So let's, <laughs> let's get it straight. Yeah, yeah, let's get it straight. Okay, bend over. <laughs> yeah. uh, what else we got, Mark? I mean, this messy deal is crazy. He turned Ooh. he turned down a billion dollars from the Saudi government to go play in the United States. What does your dad think of that? <laughs> um, my dad probably, I would say, even though Messi's from Argentina, yeah. if I told my dad about that, my dad would say Messi's an American hero. That's what he would say for, turn, for turning down the Saudis. Um, um, but I think at that, I get it, but I think at that point, it doesn't, it's not about the money, right? I mean, Messi has more money. He's free, as you were saying before. Messi's free. He's, he's reached financial freedom, I would think. There's, yeah, there's a couple things with, with this that I was talking to a buddy of mine who's involved in, in sports, and he was like, a lot of times these athletes validate themselves through the contract that they get, even if they don't need the money. Right. Right? And, I, and these, these contracts that you can get from Saudi or some of these uh, oil states are so exorbitant, it makes you feel in the twilight of your career that you're still that dude. And maybe that's why Cristiano accepted it. But... What's really that's interesting. That's really the third thing that we just spoke to. That's what they're doing. Yeah. That's exactly they need what that. that is. Yeah. That's exactly what that is. But it's kind of cool. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. This deal, and you probably know the intricacies of the deal, Mark, but like mm. this deal is also very lucrative because he could get what, like pieces of the pie a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Right? So he basically, uh, like the American royal family, basically, like the corporations that exist within America stepped up to basically match or beat the deal. Right. So, really? Oh, brilliant. So Apple has all the streaming rights for the MLS. And they said, hey, Messi, if you come over, we'll give you a piece of the stream. And he deserves it, because that's I, the yeah. only reason we're going to watch Adidas it. says, hey, you're coming over. We're going to give you a piece of all the shoes that we sell with your name on. All the, all so the, all the soccer, all the jersey sales for the MLS. He gets a piece of Oh, not all just of his jersey. Wow. Okay, wait. So check this. This that's is so huge. interesting. So I am, like, uh, outside of being the number one you know, football journalist in the world, I'm also quite a casual fan of football. But I yes. said to Emma on the way home yesterday, we were in some Uber, and I was like, hey, do you know who Lionel Messi is? And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, the soccer player. And I'm like, well, he's gonna play for this team in Miami. Would you wanna go like see a game when he comes to play in New York? And she's like, that would be awesome. Let's go do it, that's why you pay him. Yeah. 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 The casual, and the even more casual, barely even aware of what the sport is, yeah. are like, I need to go see this guy. I wanna go. I've never watched an MLS match in my life. Oh, yeah. What a yeah, brilliant I'll idea. See, if they come, well, I'm sure they so will the, come to New York. The corporations we'll unite, yeah. and they find a way to pay him as much. Yeah. Uh, and Damn, I can be a real guy, I think he's able to purchase a team eventually for like the I same think that amount. Was Beckham's deal, I'm not sure. Right? I heard Beckham's they've given deal. him the Beckham. No, Messi Ooh. sort of gets a similar deal when yeah. he finishes. I assume the precedent once it's set. Like that was a big thing. Y'all seen Air? 
Yes. At the end of the movie, uh, uh, how real this part is, I don't know. But as they're about to close the deal, Michael Jordan's mom is like, oh, there's clearly some oversight in the contract. Uh, you yeah. guys forgot to mention that we would get a percentage of all the shoes he sells. And the reason Nike was like really like, fuck, is this sets a precedent. And now this is just what it's going to be. Dude, do you know about. Jordan only made $93 million in his career, but is worth $5 billion today? Yeah, it's so, crazy. So talk about that. ROI in oh. what it, so I mean, 93 million is insane, but you really, people need to give credit to Michael Jordan's oh, yeah. business. Cause I know he makes $400 million a year off the sneakers. Off, yes, just the shoes. Cause I know 93 in his whole career. Yes. And keep in mind the last contract he signed, I think was like a $36 million yeah. a year contract. Remember Jerry Stackhouse was like, aren't I worth a third of Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. this, remember Jerry Stackhouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then he was like, aren't I worth a third? And now 12 million, when you look at the contract, you're like, yeah, Jerry was worth 12 million. But back in the day, you're like, what, 12 yeah. million, the highest played player in the fucking yeah. league. No, no, that, he really is like my Brian Morton. You know Brian Morton. Yeah. He's the one that sent me that yesterday. Shout out Brian Morton, a.k.a. Lancelot. He's got, dude, this guy's got, you've never seen a medieval, this guy's got a haircut like a medieval knight. Yeah. Uh, but he rocks it, he looks good. And, and, and so he sent me that article, and I was like, whoa, dude, like, People like yeah. why is it he not? Why is he? He should be the one on Shark Tank. Yeah, like he should be the yeah. one because he's why is not, he not taking anybody's deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's gonna True. shit yeah. on their deal. Yeah, make them feel bad. Tell me the fuck out of the room. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, did you see the Magic Johnson thing? So um, in the '80s, he was offered a deal with Nike, and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna give you a percentage. We're gonna have your shoe, blah blah blah." And then he was also given a deal from Converse. At the time, they were two separate companies, and the Converse deal was basically like a hundred thousand annually or some shit. And the Magic Johnson was like just in the, at the beginning of his career. And he took the Converse deal for 100000 a year annually instead of the Nike deal, which now would have been points worth. Points in Nike. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Nike equity. What was his reasoning, did you say? His reasoning was- Converse I, was more popular at the time. Converse was more popular. Yeah. He's like, I didn't have any money. I was like a kid just playing in the league. So I had to take the guaranteed money and I couldn't bet on this like fledgling also, shoe wow. brand. Okay. He got no drafted in what, the late 70s? Jordan so, was 84. And even then, when Jordan got drafted, Nike was nothing for basketball. Yeah. yeah. So imagine even before that. Yeah. 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 But that deal now would have been worth like three billion or something, uh, yeah, like yeah, something yeah, crazy yeah, yeah, and he yeah, talks yeah. about it, he's like fuck i really i can't it's myself. so funny because yeah. magic did all right well. business wise yeah he did yeah, yeah he, he still did great yeah, he did. he's a billionaire two problems yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. but in the moment he made the right choice if you look at all his shit but in in hindsight the yeah. equity deal is like crazy yeah. but, that's what you yeah you know, uh, i heard kevin hart say i think on the logan paul podcast work try as much as you can as work with companies not for companies yeah. mm. and i feel like that's that's that mindset that makes you super rich. It's when you're just, yeah. we're all in this together. Give me a piece. I'll take less money up front, but let me, you know, bank on, you know, that's what Warren Buffett does. Warren Buffett's just like banking on the co on the companies that he thinks are going to go the furthest. He's like, give me a piece. Yeah. And then, you, you know, you become, you become uh, rich like that. Yeah. Everybody wins. Yeah. Yeah. You need to have a certain amount of like financial stability to take yeah. that chance. And clout to even allow you to, to allow the company, the company to even allow you to do that. Yeah. So it's yeah. easier said than done. Yeah. But you can yeah. get there. I mean, speaking of crazy deals, XQC, one of the biggest streamers on Twitch, just took a deal, a two year deal, $100 million with Kick. Wow. What's Kick? Kick is another one of these streaming platforms. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. It's basically a direct competitor to Twitch. Bro, but you know okay. what's so interesting? So it's a direct competitor with Twitch, it's owned by Amazon. It's hosted by Amazon Web Services, which is quite common, most websites are, but the actual skeleton for the streamer is just rented from Amazon. So it's Twitch, yeah. and they just give it to you 
to build your own streaming platform. Yeah. And then you pay for, the, I guess, the skeleton, and then you also pay for the web services. And I wonder if this is Amazon not concerned about competing because they're like, we'd rather have the Apple Store for streaming. You yeah. know how when you got the Apple Store, like Apple doesn't need to make all the apps. They'd rather just get a little piece. Everybody was like, yeah. oh my God, Spotify is going to take away Apple Music. And Apple's like, good. Yeah. We don't want to stream yeah, your work, music. Work smarter, not harder. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Own the fucking, own the, uh, what is it, the souk, or the souk, what is that place? Yeah, the, yeah. Own the souk. Yeah. Own the place where everybody is selling their goods. Right, right. Not each one of the individual goods. Yeah. And so Smart. I wonder if they're not if they're not even upset about it. But it's it's crazy, like, the amount of money that Kick must have. Yeah. So I guess the guy who owns Kick owns... Steak. Steak, which is the gambling yeah, site gambling, yeah. that I don't think is legal in America. I'm not sure. I, it, I know it's popular in Canada. Yeah, I don't think it's legal. Smart. I think it's owned by like this Australian guy. I think Steak is the reason why Steve Will Do It got kicked off of YouTube. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, um, but yeah, it's interesting, man. Like throwing that type of money, $100 million. That's a lot of two years. For two years. 50 million a year. Yeah. Nice. And I don't think my, it's all up front. My theory is that a lot of these new um, streaming sites that are trying to break into the market that throw in these big dollars just to try to get people to come so over. So we talk about it? Yeah. But 100%. also, I don't think they're gonna last. Like, I think it's gonna be, what was the one that it was, you watch TV turned up or whatever? Quibi? Yeah, Quibi, Quibi. you know how they were throwing a lot yeah. of money in the beginning? But now's, but now's like, the time to get paid, like it happened even with podcasting oh, yeah. when Spotify was giving up all that money. Yeah, and go get your now, bags. Now, yeah, now, get now, now, now get the door's your closed. Bags. So go get the bags yeah. now before, because I think you're right, it's just all gonna close yeah. down. But and I think that that, money. that number I think is a little inflated. I think he got a signing bonus, and basically he has to stream. It doesn't have to, but if he streams a certain number of hours per year, I think year, they broke it down to ten thousand an hour though. So if so, that's what like a yeah. thousand. Yeah. So that he's getting paid per hour basically. He's getting like an hourly way. wage, and if he does the same amount of hours that he did last year, he could earn make that up to that amount. Exactly. So it's not just wow. cash up front, but it is the headline is the cash the up headline front, and that makes everyone go, "Holy shit, oh, should yeah. we be on kick?" Yeah. I mean, yeah, getting that bag. Getting that bag right now, and they, you're right, they all might fold, or you're good, they all might fold, or they could end up being successful, who knows which one wins. What I thought that was interesting about this deal is it was non-exclusive. Right. So you could take your streams and put them on other platforms or chop it up, which is important because now you're still a part of culture. Right. Right? Like when you go to these alternative platforms and that's the only place they could see you, you don't affect culture in the same way. Yeah, right. You right. want to still affect culture. You want to still be posted on all the blog accounts. Right. You want to be YouTube. And and, yeah. That's uh, a smart move by them. Everybody, the first reaction is, I'm going to give you all this money. I need to create a moat. No, the moat kills you. Yeah. Right. Let it be popping over there and have everybody go access it like what Rumble did with the uh, stream and uh, Kai, uh, oh, yeah, what, yeah, the yeah. speed and Kai thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's available on Rumble, but you're going to see it on all these other places. Mm -hmm. Right, and then people can run over there on Rumble. They don't have to pay for the access to Rumble. Yeah, I think uh, they learned from Spotify because Spotify was giving out all this money for exclusive deals, mm -hmm. and it didn't really work yeah, out. Yeah, no, no, I don't think anybody. Like, I don't think that worked for anybody except Rogan. Rogan is the right. only one, and yo, that, like, that shows you what a beast he is, is because everybody else who's went behind the paywall fell apart. Yeah, right, and he grew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't say shit. Right. They, you think you, Spotify made their money back on them then? Bro, not only For, made their money back, the show grew. Right, right. Nothing goes behind a paywall and gets bigger. Right, right, the right. The idea of a wall yeah. is to keep people out. out. You're right. But yeah. this is just fucking unbelievable. Yeah. And Spotify is the home for podcasting. 
Like to me, it's like undeniable. It's like, a home three, for all audio. I three think. years ago, I you would wouldn't not even have. think about it. Yeah. But all audio, I go listen to music there. I listen to podcasts there. Everything, and it's yeah, the way that they bought up market share is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Right. And I think yeah, yeah. It, I mean, just what a crazy thing. Because everybody else who's gone behind it right. has. I don't want to say flop, but it's just not the same cultural imprint. Right. Like the girl, the caller daddy girl, is it caller daddy? Caller daddy, yeah. The caller daddy girl, she's done well. Yeah. And she's had massive, she's had massive interviews that have kind of like hit the the mainstream. Right. But yeah, there's a few people that do well because they actually were that talented. Yeah. Like caller daddy was the biggest right, female pop the because they were yeah. that good. Yeah. So and I think like you have like then, I think they just pulled it from Meghan Markle because she wasn't coming in with the fan base. I think they had given her a deal and they pulled it away. What a useless bunch they are. I, 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 <laughs> I, it's like, it's like they, I don't know who's making these decisions and maybe because Spotify is like a Swedish company or something like that. Like they, they're closer to the monarchy. So maybe they think that there's value there, but like yeah. Americans don't care about the monarchy. We've never cared about the we monarchy. We don't give a fuck about yeah, it. I think we like, care about the gossip, that, but I don't think we want to hear them from talk for an hour a week. Bro, I, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the gossip, I guess, and then maybe that's a generational thing. I don't think our generation or the generations below care. I think our parents' generation did it. Maybe there was a little bit more proximity, you know, with or yeah. a little more, more connectivity. Uh, when the queen died, I saw it all over the so time. I think everyone everybody was commenting. That's paid like, ads, bro. I, ain't nobody watching <laughs> that shit. No way, Yeah, bro. I wonder, like, a young taxpayer in, like, you know, England, if they're like, why does my tax money go to these people? Oh, dude. Apparently, it's, like, split down the middle. Apparently, a lot of people really love it. It's tradition, whatever, and then a lot of people are like this. I would is assume the older person. people like it, the younger people hate maybe. it. Maybe. I wonder if that's why, and maybe we've had this comment here before, but I wonder if that's why there's like a cultural synergy in, in Great Britain, because there's like these people to look up to that are the example of what it is to be British. Like, America doesn't have that. Like, what it is to be from the South is different than what it is to be, yeah. you know, from New York, or what it is right. to be from Boston, from California. Like, every right. little state has their own thing. And don't get me wrong, there is cultural diversity within Great Britain, and it's also a much smaller place. That being said, like, there is this example of what is British. Right. And we don't have that. Like, no. every president is fucking different. Right. And, yeah, I wonder. But that's the whole point of this country. That's why I think sometimes when other countries shit on us or even we shit on each other, it's like the whole point of this. Is to be able to shit on one another. Yeah, is and, to be different and, and fight it out. And yeah. the whole point of this place was to, you for could For minorities to work and then for <laughs> something fucked up, yeah. dude. And yeah. for you to be free and all Jeez. these, we don't have, we're not a homogenous society. A lot yeah. of these other societies are. It's like, but they're, di the, you know, we, we are always been different. That's it's also easy to be mon mon uh, monogamous, uh, homogenous when you have three million people. Or yeah. 7 million people. When yeah, you have yeah. 300, it's tough. Mm -hmm. 300 schmil, that's why it's like the country's too big. There shouldn't yeah. <laughs> Also, a 3,000 mile long empire never works. It's never worked any, not once ever in society. It is too, a in history. mile saying, long empire. Like I'm saying like from, you know, New York to California is roughly 3,000 miles. You count Hawaii and Alaska, it's 5,000. Yeah. And it's like, that's never worked. It's too, too much land. It's too much land. It's it, How can you expect someone from you know Montana to to think the same and and maintain the same American ideals as someone from Southern Texas. It's not it never going to work. EU? Huh? You think we need like an EU, like an American but Union? Isn't that kind of what we had though? That's like that's the, the system is kind of like an EU, right? It's each state makes up their own rules. Yeah, and currency. It reflects what their interests are and their needs are. Right, but, that but state. then that even goes more to the point of then that it's not united because now the rules have be, become so radically different state by state. Good. In certain examples. Right. I like that. But no, I do too. But I but think we do what, vote for one president, whereas the EU doesn't have like an EU president that everybody votes for, and it seems to determine because so much. they don't get to vote for the president. 
Like there is a there is someone who's in ahead of the EU, but I think they're decided by a bunch of fucking people in Belgium or some shit like that. They just don't have the ability to vote for who yeah. makes the decisions for all those people. That's why it's fucked up. That's why the EU is goofy. We at least can yeah. go, I don't want this guy to be president. Yeah, but I don't think anybody everybody should vote. I'm with you on that. Absolutely with you on this. We should elect. We should be electing. Just landowners. Just whites. No, no, not rules. No, I had a bit about this. There should be like a spelling test or something. Yes, some kind of barrier to entry. We should. I think I forget who it was. Somebody in history said. It, it, not everyone. It might have been like Socrates or somebody like this. Because yeah, Socrates for, hated the idea of a democracy. Yeah, because democracy. Or Plato. Which one? one it was of one them. of them. Who was like, yo, democracy's not going to work. These people are too fucking stupid. Yes. There's no way they could do it. Yeah. They said they. Yeah, he said, you know, and that's why they they abandoned Greece, abandoned democracy for years. They're like, this doesn't work. Yeah. I think he said, if you put two people up there and yeah. just allow the people to vote, if you put one guy who's saying all I want to do is give you candy, I'm the candy guy, and then you put the other guy saying. I know everybody wants candy, but it's going to kill you. It's going to rot our teeth. It's not good for our kids. They will always elect a candy shop owner yeah. because they will say that's what we want. We want candy because most of the voters vote. If you take it all as a whole, most of us, myself included, are uneducated on the topics that the president, presidential candidates or whoever are even debating about. Mm -hmm. So a better system, some people think, would be let us vote for the people. Let you go to school for it, like get a degree in voting. Like get a degree in what the policies are and then you get elected somehow and then you vote for us. Now, obviously there's major flaws in that, but this whole idea of let us all vote, I, I think we're, you're just seeing it doesn't work. All right, we're gonna take a break real quick because I gotta tell you about Morgan & Morgan. Listen, you know what the American way is? It's freedom, it's voting, it's lawsuits if you get in some fucked up shit. If something bad happens to you, what you could do is call Morgan & Morgan and they could win you money. Now I'm saying could for legal reasons because they're a legal company and they're very by the book but you know what it is. You know what chances are with shitty law firms versus good law firms. Well, Morgan & Morgan is America's largest injury law firm. They have over 100 offices nationwide and over 800 lawyers, and they have won over $15 billion for their clients. They have a proven track record of fighting to get you full and fair compensation. So if something bad happens to you, you could call Morgan & Morgan, and I think... That's probably a smart move. You can submit a claim in eight clicks or less. You don't gotta call, look through fucking Google or phone books or whatever you gotta do, call a bunch of office people. Nope, eight clicks or less online. You never have to leave the couch. You can go ahead and submit your claim. Now, if you're ever injured, again, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless you win. That's important. Their fee is free unless they win you a case. So for more information, go to forthepeople.com slash flagrant or dial pound L-A-W, that's pound 529 from your cell phone. Again, that is F-O-R, thepeople.com slash flagrant or pound 529 from your cell. Now let's get back to the show. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break real quick because you need to know about Raycon. You might be sleeping on Raycon earbuds and you should not. Raycon wireless earbuds are a premium audio product at the perfect price point so you don't need to break the bank on some of these other guys with these other brands. Here's the deal. Their mission is to prove that you do not have to pay too much for quality sound. You can get a pair and a spare, because we all lose them. You can get two pairs and still pay less than you would with some of these other guys that maybe come in white boxes and have cool white packaging. No, these guys just focus on the sound. The sound quality is good. They offer buy now, pay later options. You can pay as little as $18 at checkout. And they have an easy and free return guarantee, which is important. So if you don't believe me, just buy them. And if you don't like them, it's easy to return. They also offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks, free domestic shipping, 
and flat fee international shipping with over 50,000 five-star reviews. These are the brands you gotta go with. They got all the fancy features. They got the earbud tap functions. They got noise isolation, which is huge. They got crystal clear call quality. They're water and sweat resistant, and you get up to eight hours of playtime. I'm gonna tell you right now, I had a pair. I lost them, you know what I did? I bought another pair. I still paid less than I would with some of these other guys. So. Go to buyraycon.com slash flagrant today and get 15% off your order. Flagrant always hooks you up. You're saving even more. Again, that is B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash flagrant to get 15% off. Again, buyraycon.com slash flagrant. I'm sweating, but it's not because I don't believe in the product. It's because the AC is not working and it's fucking hot in here. So don't judge me. Now let's get back to the show. The tricky thing with like getting educated enough to vote is that it kind of cuts out a lot of poor people that are working two jobs and they right. don't have the time to do it. I understand your point. Like you want to make sure that there's a certain aptitude to make those decisions. Yeah. It can be small. I'm telling you, easy. Yeah. yeah. Know how to spell there, there, and there. You got it. You got it, yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah. be fucking that up myself. That's, That's true. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I and your. Yeah. But, or maybe you just got to accept the fact that dumb people should have the same rights to make decisions as quote unquote smart people. Yep. And that's just what it is to be a democracy and that's just the yeah. cost of freedom. Oh, well too, yeah, I think I think you know the media does a great job of cherry picking stories and, and making things seem way worse than they actually are. Like we're on the brink of a civil war and you go yeah. outside and you're like, oh, we're not. Most people, yeah, there's a few radicals on each side there's a few radicals from each race, and then yeah. other, and those are the ones who get to get to speak a lot of the times. But for the most part, the common man, no matter what he, she, they look like, are pretty much we're all in line with the same things yeah. and the same wants. But the media doesn't. The media would make no money if there was peace. They you, only make money in war. You could, you could, and uh, you could speak on this way better than any of us can because you have children. But like, oh, okay. They're if, say the Republican Party. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I'm a gray zone guy. Maybe, yo. What if you just let people who have kids vote? Right. <laughs> I think because your life, I imagine, so, becomes much smaller once you have children. Just talking about for people who have, yeah. for my friends who have kids, they're just like, yeah, it's like, how does this affect my kid? Yes. I don't care about plastic straws. I don't care about Greta Thunberg. Yeah. I care about my kid getting an education. Yeah. I care about what my kid's because learning. I agree with that because it's like, you know, I'm the one, you know, my, yeah. me and my girl are the ones where it's like, we're now put, pushing generation forward. We have little ones that we have to deal with. I can't, you know, my friends, you know, who are 43 years old with roommates, yeah. talking to me. Thank about, you for upping the age a little. Sure. Uh, yeah. I, I know the podcast fan, so I wanted to not disrespect any of them. I know. Just but me. I'm yeah, 39. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm four years away. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I listen to them talk That's about. Funny. You don't have a wife. You have a roommate. Until yeah, you have kids, yeah, yeah. you don't have a, a wife. You have a fucking roommate. You know, roommate. I'm like, I'm like, you, well, who can, what does it matter? Like, sometimes, yeah. like, some of my boys from home, like, what, why are you even fucking talking? Like, yeah. my tax money, my, I have to pay for your fucking Dude, life. I agree. You know, like, why, why do you even have an opportunity to say anything but I think we when have you're not doing anything but being selfish and taking, taking? I'm giving. We have too much. I think that's the thing. We have, like, this huge gap. We used to probably have kids, and I'm guilty of this, right? But, like, we used to probably have kids at a much younger age, sure. right? And then you have people that are occupied with their kids' lives, right? They're not protesting milk, No. You can't protest milk. Talk to any parent. I yeah. get no parent that cares about their kids is, is a vegan. Yes, <laughs> I know. They're just not. It's oh, like you want your kid to eat anything. It doesn't yeah, matter what the just fuck. Get it the is. calories, and we're not. I don't have the time or energy all to this, make a difference. It's all, not going to happen. There's good activism that's very important, <laughs> and then there's goofy activism. Yeah. And the goofy activism, I believe, only exists, or the majority of it only exists amongst people who do not have children sure. and are between like 30 and 40. <laughs> 
It starts. <laughs> I just they're bored. Yeah, and they need to find exactly. Purpose. It oh, starts. I'm going to be a vegan. I'm going to be a. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, my favorite one is when people go. Uh, uh, I don't want to have kids because there's too many people. Just say you were molested. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Say that you had a rough childhood. Stop <laughs> acting like you're this fucking hero no. and you want to clear up traffic. Yeah. You had a horrible childhood. Yeah. That's why you don't want to have kids. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. The self- you're not a fucking hero who's saving the world because of overpopulation. Yeah. yeah. Shut the fuck up. up. Yeah. It's I. I agree. The it's the most annoying thing. It's Welcome like, to guy code, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Hell yeah. That, that, that is the most annoying like archetype of a human being. I'm going to save the world by not having kids. You were f***ed up. Yes. Jesus. You were up or you had a horrible life because your parents suck and now you're trying to be this fucking hero who's helping us all but not having one fucking kid. Yeah. Watching Chris Stefano be uncomfortable with I someone else is, no. is, is no, a, a real, When he started but saying all that stuff, when yeah. he started getting like that, that's the first time you notice in two hours I've stopped sweating. <laughs> <laughs> as cool as a cucumber. <laughs> I thought my dad was here. I'm, I'm saying this man, I'm going here, here. <laughs> Huzzah. Huzzah. But isn't yeah. that an annoying point it of view? Is. I it, just... It is when I got. If you, a, yeah. If you yeah. say you went through something, I get it, and I go, okay, I understand that you're worried about pushing this trauma on your kids, and I think that that is like a beautiful yeah. thing to care about. I think it's like really beautiful. Acting like you're a hero to yeah. mask your trauma yeah. is the most annoying fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Because now we gotta be like, oh, you're so brave to sacrifice not having kids when yeah. no one will fuck you in the first, first place. First place, exactly. <laughs> Even if you say it was trauma, it's probably not selfless. It's probably I don't want to work through my trauma. Yeah, I, I'm not willing to. Kid. Exactly. I just don't want to put in that work. That seems scary. That seems daunting. Let me just not have kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think too. You know, like that. I get it too. Like you know, with the media or social media, it's like you know the guy who's you know uh, uh, working a nine to five, got kids, a family, is exhausted. Then he listens to the you know national news, and they're infecting his or her brain with like these radical ideas. I get it. How they then next thing you know they're storming the Capitol because yeah. they're like, I don't have the time or to fact end. check. Yes, I can't. I'm working that. two jobs. Yeah, that's why I feel. Sometimes with comedy, we are so lucky. Nancy Pelosi's fucking kids. I gotta stop it. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing, buddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So like, I I get it. I I get it all. But sometimes I do agree. Like with certain, you know, with with the people that don't have children. And again, I know there's different reasons for whatever. But me as a parent, I'm like, I I just want to live. Like I. That's why. to pick Republican, Democrat, it's very difficult because I like I like some things the Democrats say, like some things the Republicans say. It's like I'm all for a woman to have the right to choose her own body because I have daughters, but I also might need a wall up if, if things get crazy. <laughs> so I'm all about protecting my children, you yeah. know. So so it's like obviously not a wall, but you know what I mean. Like I'm I'm for protection and also freedom at the same time. So so it's difficult. But the, yeah, you're a fucking real human being, but, and but, that's it. Yeah. But the people who start to get older, a little bit older, starts to get a little scary when they have no children and they make. Every, they start, it's this inherent narcissism. Oh, 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 you just said it, when they have no? Children, yeah. They have nothing to look after. Now, well, because I think we all have to have an identity, right? We all look at having some type of political identity or we need some reason, some purpose for life. And when you have children, your purpose clearly becomes, I'm here for the kids. When you don't have children, then you start, well, is my purpose green? You're you know, having Facebook. the green deal. Watching is my purpose, conspiracy theories. Yes, yeah. is my purpose being conspiracy theories. It, but all that stuff goes out the window when you yeah. have kids. I mean, we still watch it and whatever, but I'm like, no, my kids, purpose is the kids. Like, knows about George Soros. 
Uh, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me take that back. You haven't been listening right now. Exactly. Yeah. I was gonna say, you haven't been to Staten Island. <laughs> yeah, 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 so we, no, but I think we know about it, but I don't get consumed by it. Yeah. Like, you know, the, men, that therapist that would do all the comics, I forget, I'm, I don't want to say his Ralph name. or something like something that? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, every yeah. comedian. Every New, York, every New York comic was going to the same therapist. That's yeah. so weird. Yeah, yeah. And this guy had to know, every comedian, <laughs> it was all comedians that he would have, <laughs> You would wait in the waiting room, which was mad small, and the door was paper thin. I could just hear everything the comic before me was saying and yeah. upset. I could hear their tears. This guy caught the greatest lick, bro. Yeah. He oh caught my. the greatest lick on in a history. And he said his pay was on a sliding scale, so he would watch to see if you were doing better. Like, yep. for a perfect Selling example. tickets. Uh, it, it was, don't talk it, about the garden. It used to be $25 <laughs> an hour, but then he saw... Well, I was on Guy Code back then. That's what I was going on, which, which obviously MTV2 is no money, but to the people thought it was a lot of money. Next thing you know, that 25 was 250 Wow. Right? And, and it's just, oh, whatever. But I remember he said, to, I went to him for a year, and, and I had, you know, I just had, uh, you know, my daughter or whatever. And he had said, you know, Chris, you're one of the only comics that comes in here and doesn't talk for an hour about their comedy. He said, that's a good thing. You're talking about things outside of comedy. You're talking about your family, your kids, because this is why having a child is a great thing or having a wife or a husband right, maybe is a this guy's good to take you out of comedy. And it doesn't have to be kids if you don't have kids, but you have to have something out. You can't let your career identify you. That's why the Japanese have such a high suicide rate because they identify themselves with their career and when their career is done, whatever it may be, they have no purpose to live and they kill themselves. And so, and so that's what I think for me having a kid is Bro, it takes me outside my the, career. To that point, when there was that earthquake or it was a tsunami, yes, that hit the nuclear factory, I think Fukushima. it was Fukushima, yeah. the old people offered their lives essentially to go clean it up. They yeah. knew that they were gonna be around the nuclear yeah. waste and knew it was gonna shrink their lives, but they were like, listen, this is our responsibility. Yeah. You have your whole lives ahead of you. Please let us sacrifice this yeah. for you guys. Like, I thought that was the most beautiful. And then Marie Kondo made that show about cleaning. <laughs> yeah, it was right after that. She learned yeah. from that. Yeah. She was like, here's how you tidy up the best way. That's where that came from, I think. It's true. It's I don't true. know, fact More check. taught than taught, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah. I know my boy who was a doctor, um, you know, during the whole COVID stuff in the beginning when it was like really bad, he said he, act, he saw on hospitals in Brooklyn older people seeing younger people and being like, give them the mask. They were acting more selfless. selfless yeah. You know, where now you might have old, you know, cause I think this is the first generation maybe ever where like, the, the, like you said, people are having kids way later in life, like way later, like, you know, 30s, the new 40, 50, 40s, the new 50, yes. all that stuff. Yeah. And, and it's just, you know, the ones of us that don't have kids, again, it's all good, but there is something like nature knocks the selfishness out mm -hmm. of you Quick, I mean, I still obviously am selfish and, you know, I'm a, again, flawed human, but it's like I'm way more selfless than I ever was because, again, I'm fourth place in my own life. So it's like. But, uh, and again, I'm curious. And I agree with you 100% about, like, you know, us waiting li uh, later to have kids. And I wonder, I'm glad, not that I waited, but I'm glad that I waited to, 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 to do it with the person that I love and I think that I can bring a child into this world with in a good, yeah. healthy way. But I wonder if, like, your kid allows you to be selfish because your kid is you. Right. In other words, like, hmm. do you look at looking after your kid as a selfless thing or does it tap into the same selfish desire? Well, in, in, in like, I'm saying this is a positive thing, like yeah. almost like God or evolution or whatever it is found a way where even if you are selfish, I'm gonna use that right. for you to raise this kid right. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think I think it's like, you know, yeah, because really what you're looking at when you know, when I'm looking at my kids is, is an extension of me. Somehow I'm looking at my cells and just re- it's, it's like it's beautiful. Yeah, it's just it's how just, can you not be selfish when you're looking at your kids' eyes and you're like, holy shit, you look like me. You but acting I think, like me. Like what but that's what I think. I think, you know, like selfish, the word selfish has a negative connotation and, and I get why. But positive selfishness, like if you use selfishness in the right way, it only leads to selflessness. Selfish and selflessness is like that cycle. Explain that, explain because, that. Because, for example, like me, you know, I need, for me, to exercise, right? I need to exercise, and you would say, well, So I can be better to the people around them. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I need to take time away from my kids selfishly to yep. read and, and try to make myself the best version of myself so I can selflessly pass on the nature to my kids. I need to go leave them yeah. for a weekend to work so I can make the money and invest it properly so that I can give them a better life and more freedom for them. So it's selfishness leading to selflessness. What do you, what do you guys think about that with, uh, with relationships? I, I, I would hear... I would hear even my mom talk about this, but like the parents need to invest time in one another so that they can be the best, so they can have the best, most healthy relationships so that the kids see that. Right. Do you, do you believe that? Like, I do, I do. Um, I think that- It makes sense. It makes sense. But I think that, you know, we're living now in a world- Do you feel like you get time with- with the- Jazz. Yeah, I, I, but, but we have to make it. Like we yeah. have, coming up on Thursday, like a planned date. Fire. If you, yes, yeah, yeah we, we have to. If you don't do that, then what's gonna happen is months and months and months will go by where all you've done yeah. is, 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 is given time to the children, which was necessary, but yeah. you're gonna start resenting each other. You need to fill your cup. We never do anything, bit, that's yeah. when somebody cheats because they wanna get a thrill yeah. outside of their marriage or relationship. So yeah. if you have to actively, you have to act, like they say, relationships are work. Well. Yeah. Pa- parenting when you're in a relationship is a uh, relationship when you're a parent is work too because it's like I there is actually no time you have to yeah. physically carve it out yeah and again being selfish yeah saying it's me mommy and, uh, and I's time yeah so you're gonna be with grandma and even though they're upset why are you leaving you know they'll say to you why are you uh, leaving you feel us guilty yeah, yeah. But, but you have to let it go because you say but this is to give back to this is so we can be a little bit fresher and be yeah. selfless for them and you that's know? where having family that's what part of the whole taking a village to raise a kid is yeah we can take our time and they're with grandma they're with yeah. grandma. they're fine it's yeah. like i forgot who yeah. says this but it's fundamentally changed too with jazz and i we don't say we're raising kids anymore we say we're raising adults because you're not you know you have to understand like i'm doing everything for them to be a better adult not a better kid a kid is a part of all of our existences that we're just you know it's usually a lot of bad things it's it's you know, she just slammed a bottle in the back jazz, <laughs> is that jazz here in the studio <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was talking to uh, Jordan Peterson, I think it was, and he said yeah. something like, uh, if you don't like your kids, you're always gonna love your kids, but if you don't like your kids, that's your fault. Why yeah. are you allowing them to behave in a way that you don't like? Right. Like, you have to raise them so that you like them, and then other people will like them. Right. But if you put up with the behavior that you can't even tolerate, why would anybody else tolerate you? Yeah. It's your failure if they're not liking you. And I was really like, cool thing to even consider for a second. Like, yeah. it's on us to make them fucking likable. Yes, yeah, I, I think, you know, and I, it, and it really, do, at least me as a parent, the, fund, the reason why I feel so strongly, it almost is from nature and spirit, whatever you wanna do, is they're the only people 
My children are the only people in my life, this is why I feel such a responsibility to them, that I didn't choose. They were given to me. I did not choose them. I chose the partner, I choose my friends. You know, I was not, I was just, some higher power gave me these two souls. I'm like, this is your job. Mm. You are You are in protection. Wow. So it's very like, deeply connected where I'm like, how do I give the best version of it to them? As my parents, I, you know, feel about me, I, I believe. So that's why it's like very, and that's why I'm trying to spend so much time being like, how do I be, that's like my goal right now. It's like not being the best comic. It's not being the best YouTuber or whatever. It's like, hopefully those things happen. But most of my energy is like, how am I being the best dad to them? And be you never feel guilty about dedicating to that time, huh? To, pot, to, to what? To, to your kids. Like, no, I feel like what's yeah. the point? This is what I'm, this is what my duty yeah, has yeah. become. I've, I've, you I've, feel guilty scrolling because you're like, oh, I could be working, I could be pursuing my career, I could be becoming better comedy when you're doing the nonsense or playing video games. But I, when you're with your kids and, don't, and dedicating that time to the kids, there's never yeah. a guilt to that. Listen, right? I really believe at the end of my life, whenever, you know, if we have time to, you know, whatever, lucky enough to be on like a, a deathbed, right? Yeah. I really doubt, I highly doubt I'm gonna, if I have any regrets, I'm gonna be worried about you know, my YouTube subscribers yeah. or my ticket sales. I'll be yeah. worried about time that I get, in, get to spend with my kids or if my kids have a negative outlook on me, I'm sure that would be more horrific than if I sold less tickets. I'm very comfortable with the idea of selling less tickets and being less famous and making less money, yeah. but giving myself back time to my family because again, time and money, for me it's like, the bank account is really not that big. Of, I mean, there's a certain number, as we said, yes. that you need financial freedom. But even that freedom. Is, is freedom for your family. And it's all like, listen, yeah. dude, we live in a world, you live in a society where it's like, you, you know, all you gotta do, I mean, not all, but you just, if you just compounding your wealth is like, it's very simple. Just open up a Vanguard account. This is not financial <laughs> advice, but just open up a Vanguard account and yeah. invest in an index fund now. And the stock market historically will give you 20 to 30% of your, and you'll have money at the yeah. end of your life. Like it's really, with our modern day tools and apps, just put the money in an index fund yeah. and you're fine. And, 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 and you know, but we have this idea of like, I need more, I have to have the bigger house. Well, the, I have to have the, the fastest car. It's like all, you get to a point where like, you start to realize like, I'm buying things to impress people I don't even know. This is not for me. Almost everything oh, you start yeah. to do after a while is for somebody else when it's like, um, what, yeah. what's the point of all this? Kids also don't need much. No, yeah. no they, uh, perfect example. I took my daughters to Disney, right? Blue, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, plane tickets, top hotel, speed passes, all that stuff. My girls are little, and my stepson. We get there, we're in the in our hotel. One of the Disney hotels had a little playground that was you could hang out in and wait for the shuttle bus to take you to Disney. His favorite part. My daughter slides down the slide, gives me the big hug. She said, Dad, I love Disney so much. This is amazing. <laughs> she thought that was Disney. Yeah. And I'm like, I just spent. <laughs> 20 grand <laughs> on this. And then I realized, oh shit, they don't need it yeah. at all. And I learned a valuable lesson too when I had a CBS um, pilot that didn't go. It became my whole life. It became all I talked about. It became my identity, everything. You know, Les Moonves telling me I'm gonna be the next Ray Romano. You're having all these delusions of grandeur, blah, 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 blah. Doesn't happen. I feel like a shell of myself. I feel like I've let my family down. My daughter was two, at the two and a half at the time. Mm. And I'm like, baby, you know, I'm, uh, that, remember how daddy was going back and forth to LA and, and all that? And I'm like, it's not gonna happen. We didn't get that show. And she gave me like the biggest hug. Mm. And she was like, I'm so happy. And I, and I, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. And she goes, cause that means you don't have to go to LA anymore. Yeah. 
And wow. so she took it as a positive, where yeah. she was like, oh, I'm getting my dad back. And then yeah. wow. it kind of just, like, it was almost like a wall, like a like that, that fourth wall came down. And I was like, oh, shit, I have been going after the wrong thing for a yeah. long time. And again, we still do fall back into habits. And it's all okay the time. to be ambitious But too. I'm trying, yeah. but I'm all about percentages now. Yeah. Like even when, you know, I, I lost like 40 pounds because of intermittent fasting. I was like, yo, rather, I think it was John Steinbeck that said, now that you can't be perfect, go be great. So, or something like that, where it's like, you're not, we're perfectionists. It's like, if I don't have six pack abs after three months of working out, I'm quitting. It's like, no, no, no. Trust the process. It's yeah. like I'm I'm trying to be 80% better each week yeah. uh, with things. I'm trying to be 80% better with my diet, 80% better with working out, 80% better as a father. Like the, all those things. So, but there will be 20% of fucking slip ups. It's yeah. part of life. How, how old were you when you had your first kid? I was 29. Were you scared? Oh sure. Yeah. That, you mean that it was mine? <laughs> uh, uh, of course, I was terrified because I had, at that point, you know, guy code was popping off and we just, you know, we weren't, I wasn't selling any real tickets yet, but, you know, we had the guy code thing, yeah. we had shit that we were like, we were doing benders, yeah, you know, Schultz, the, the day my daughter was born was the first table read of benders, the show wow. Schultz and I did, so I was like, this is it, you know, I thought like my career's popping, I'm on IFC, yeah. and I was like, I'm, I'm popping, MTV2, IFC, I can't be stopped, and I had other comedians, you know, older than me, being like, all the, it was the same notion, they were like, you ruined your life, uh, 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 your just, career's just getting started, now you have a kid, wow. you're gonna make everything so much harder, blah, 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 and it was my father who was like, listen, let me tell you something, he goes, having a child only makes you better, if you wouldn't, nature wouldn't have given you this child, if you couldn't, uh, if you couldn't handle it. So he was like, I guarantee you, this is gonna make your career even bigger because now you have something to play for. And there, he said, told me that in the hospital, he goes, now you got something to play for. So, and it's so true. because There's a biblical term. Because now I do what have is something it? to play for. Every baby comes yeah. with a basket of bread? A basket of blessings. Yeah. A yeah. basket of blessings. Yeah, so because I, I'm, you know, I under, because um, you'll hear a lot of people say, oh, I'm just waiting for the right time. It's always the right time. Whenever the, whenever the gift is given to you, it's yeah. the right time. Because I feel like, you know, you'll have a 14-year-old single mom that can make it work and produce, you know, a great child. Child, and then you'll have a 45-year-old billionaire that produces a heroin addict. Shout out yeah. Joe Biden. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> do you, you know, you know, you, you grew up in the city. I'm sure that you're like rubbing shoulders with the rich kids that are going to private school. And uh, you went to Catholic school, right? I went to Catholic school. So yeah. you're different than private. Uh, yeah, 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 a, a little, little bit, a little. Uh, you yeah. probably had kids in the school that you know came for money and like. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it's different. Yes, we're not talking about Fieldston and fucking the other ones, right? Which well, are like well, but, the, I, but I will. Say Say this. It is. It is interesting. You know, people that don't know New York, like being from, like you're from Manhattan. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's different than me being from Brooklyn. Yeah. And Queens. Like it's almost like someone yeah. who's from Manhattan, like what New York yeah. City, the epicenter is. Almost sometimes doesn't even have an accent. Where somebody from the outer boroughs, yeah. it's like you know where the fuck I'm from. <laughs> so, you know? so, so so it's yeah. interesting. But this is the interesting yeah. thing that is like when people think of New York, right? right they think of where I'm from. Right. When they think of New Yorkers, right. they think of you. Where I'm from. Right. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, and it's just this interesting thing because the, 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 the what is it, uh, what is, what, like the neighborhood, right? right? The neighborhood, there's a few of them in Manhattan, right. but it's not like it is in Brooklyn or Queens. It's everywhere. Not, Brooklyn, or even the Bronx. It's yeah. not even fucking close. Yeah. But it is interesting with the, 
there are like the three tiers of schools. There's the public schools, right. there's the Catholic schools, and then there's the private schools. Right. The private schools are like a direct funnel to rehab. The percentage of these kids, no, I mean, you grew Trump, up in the city. Trump, Trump. It's shocking, bro. The, 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 the percentage of these kids that end up in rehab. And I used to think it was a money thing. I used to think, oh yeah, you got money and it's more problems or whatever it is. I now think their parents, in order to make that money, were not in their kids' lives yeah. at all. Right. And, but when you're a kid, you don't really notice it, right? And I was right. like, I, you know, my parents, I went to public school and my parents were fucking in my life all the time. Like, I, I would feel guilty if I was doing drugs or something like right, that. I right. remember like, dude, I, my mom told me this story the other day where my dad loved piano and he wanted me to play piano. And I had to go to my mom separately as a kid. I'm like young, elementary school. And I was like, mom, I, I really don't like it, but I don't want to let dad down. And, and like feeling guilty about letting your parents down. Yeah. Like these kids that are doing drugs and that kind of shit resent the fuck out of their parents. Yeah. That's why they're doing it because they're not yeah. in their lives. So it was this, I, I don't think private school is necessarily bad. Right. I used to think it was bad and I was like terrified to even put my kids in private school. I don't think it's bad. I, I think it's how much you're in your kid's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pri the, in my opinion, the private school, the Catholic school, the public school, that is not the issue. That's whatever's happening. Right? It's what happens when you come home. Yeah. That is in the issue. Now, there are many good parents whose kids just fall into something and there's nothing they can do. That's why it's hard to make a general statement about yeah. anything, really. Parenting, race, religion, it's hard because we're individuals. But I, I know for sure, for sure, yeah. the more love and more uh, compassion and the more you pay attention to your kids at home, it doesn't matter what school they're going to, yeah. they're going to be more loving they're, you're gonna be more loved. That's why I don't yeah. drink. That's funny you say that. I remember I got buzzed on like New Year's one year, like college. And then I was like, dude, I cannot do this to my mom. Right. Everybody, my dad was drinking too much. My brother was drinking too much. And I was like, I cannot. And that's why it's I not just, even I, about you. You just feel even, so guilty. Yeah, yeah, I never touched it again. Yeah. Dead ass. From yeah. that day, I was like, I can't do that. Yeah. yeah, that's why I don't gamble. My dad had like a gambling addiction. So it's like, I, you know, I come from a neighborhood though where it's like yeah. everybody's talking about vigs and playing poker yeah. and all this. And I get offered all the time. Yo, you'd be, they offered me like a real good thing to be like the face of like, you know, not the face, but like high up, like my bookie, like yeah. real money. Like you look like the kind of guy that gets people to gamble. I was like, I, I really can't. Because <laughs> it can't. hurt you. You saw the pain. Yeah, there, because my dad told me, he was like, listen, gambling ruined a lot of things in my life, uh, you know, in, 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 in his life, you know, with my mom, with, you know, he had gotten into a lot of trouble with it. And he's like, that's the one thing, like, do not gamble. Mm -hmm. Like, do not, that is the one vice that I'm worried if it's in you, it's gonna ruin your life and destroy you. So I'm very, like, I'll let you, like, I don't, if you gave me a deck of cards, I'm like, which one's the four? I have no idea what any of it even means. Like, I have no clue at all, numbers, spreads, you know, sport, like all my friends are talking about, oh, uh, you know, who's got this, the, the yeah. spread? I, I, it's a foreign language to me because it has to be on purpose because that's the one thing my dad but asked me not to. you can have beginner's luck. I could. Because you know so yeah. little, so you shouldn't have to get into yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I've gambled in other ways, you know, but, but <laughs> not, not with cards and sports. Yeah. That was like very clear to me. Do not do that. And I think too, even doesn't matter if your parents are together or separate. My parents were divorced, but they both individually showed me so much love and were there for me at every turn. Where if people are just staying together to stay together because they think they're supposed to. Yeah. It's like, well, if you're not gonna show your kids any love and you're not gonna be there for them, you're better off. I want my kids to see, just like my mom and dad showed me, two individual people who loved their son so much. Yeah. And if they were together, guess what would have happened? They had so many issues with each other that, you that wouldn't I wouldn't get that, that love all the time. Yeah. So do you think yeah. like, like when, when I was growing up, I, I, I saw Catholic school in a lot of ways as like, a lot of times people who are working class 
and they were terrified of sending their kids to public school right. because some of the public schools when we were coming up were, were really rough. Like that wasn't like an illusion. Yeah. It was it was a little crazy. Like yeah. and they would kill themselves to make enough money to put their kid in Catholic fucking school. Catholic school. They couldn't afford the private because right. private was fucking 40 grand a year or whatever. It right. is probably even more now. Would you send your kids to Catholic school after your experience there? Yeah, now? my kids go to Catholic school and the reason why is because to me, the it's not even that it's bad schooling. It's not even that it's bad teachers. It's like, as a matter of fact, the teachers who teach at public school, oh, I, I believe are required to have master's degrees. So you would say that they are at, uh, even more adept to, to teach the young minds, but it's it's an overcrowded, underfunded system. And that's why I think also a problem we've gone to in education, which has been, a, this is why like, you know, people protest. I understand as a parent, even though I'm you know, all for trans rights, you know, I live in New York City. It's like very hard to be, you can't even be anti-LGBTQ if you wanted to. You're just gonna see the people you don't like in the next block. <laughs> yeah. so just accept it all. And you know, yeah. the people that are anti that in this city, I'm like, you're an asshole. So whatever, I'm accepting of everything, but I do understand when a parent is like, hey, hey, I don't, I'm protesting you teaching my child about masturbation and things like that because you're a stranger. So not all I want you to do is teach my kids reading, writing, and arithmetic, and obviously history and things like that. All this other nuanced stuff, that's my job yeah. as, as, as her mom and dad. That's, so I get it, and then people who don't have kids come out and be like, look at these people, they're so anti this. It's like, no, 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 you don't have children. My child, there's certain things that are like, you just teach them the basics. My job, uh, this child wasn't given to you, it was given to me. Yeah. I'm just saying, again, the basics, we have a standardized education system, even though I think that's bullshit. The standardized test, it's like some of the most genius kids might not be able to pass an SAT or get flying colors on it because the way the questions are asked. Everything about basic is, sex education, would you be in favor of that? Yes, at a certain age. Yeah. Like, you know, like I think, at a, I don't need you to teach my kid who's five about gender norms yeah. and, 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 and masturbation and those things. And people are like, you know, again, it's mostly people who have some other type of political identity or some other type of political motive that are so anti that because, and most of the time they don't have children. Mm -hmm. We're like, uh, that's not, that's the last thing. All you're doing is giving my kid anxiety <laughs> when the last thing my child should have is anxiety. Let the parents have the anxiety. You can yeah, you could play a video for that, that everyone signs off before it's sent to the parents. That's yes. what was done at our school. It's yes. just like, here you go. Yeah. Teacher, here you can is. watch they, too. They actually, watch Daddy Masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> they did this in my elementary school, yeah. or maybe it was middle school. I remember they gave everybody a, uh, a letter to sign. No, no, they gave everybody a letter to sign. And the kids who didn't get the letter assigned for the sex ed class just didn't go to that class. It's fine. And there was no big fucking issue about it. Those kids just weren't in it. Yeah, it's great. We were. It was what it was. I'm totally okay. At least give the parents the choice. And we went to public school. Like, right. this is not like some fancy fucking private school where they're bringing these people. Right. But do we know they're not doing that right now? That, you know, they might be, exactly. I think there's a lot of, like... It's also that we, you don't remember, we all watch the same video. I yeah. feel like there was thought there to say, if everyone in public school's watching the same thing, it's yeah. like, yeah. I there's think no that, rogue teachers going off and saying, I want to give a little bit more on, so the on reason, this angle. The, right. the reason why, like, the tricky thing is there was a girl in, in my middle school, right? And she was a year below, and she would blow guys during lunch. This is a real <laughs> thing that happened, right? And it was like... Hero. Yeah, right? And, 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 and in eighth grade, you're hearing about this seventh grade girl who's like going, and then like my boy's coming up to me, he's like, yo, she's blowing guys at lunch, do you wanna be one of the guys? And yeah. I was like, and I was like, nah, I'm good. And 
I remember even in eighth grade being like, yo, this is a little, I mean, sounds kind of awesome, but also like, I don't know what's going on here. That girl is dealing with some crazy shit at home sure. and she might need the sex ed class to be like, yo, if it goes more than blowing, there's gonna be a fucking problem for you and you're gonna get pregnant and you don't know right. what the hell is going on. So there is the argument for education in that regard, right? She might not yeah. know the costs of it and her parents are clearly not telling her what's right. going on. She might not even have parents or who the fuck knows. Not every parent is like you parent. E exactly, yeah. so I understand why there are some people that go, well, they need some sort of education because not everyone is gonna have a dedicated parent to do it, but to have no empathy for the parents who are involved and now are concerned about what they're being educated, at least have some empathy. At least enter right. the conversation like, I understand how awkward this is. This is really difficult. Yeah. We need to figure out the way to do it. Yeah. And you're 100% right to be anxious. If you start the conversation like that, I'm sure you're gonna sit down and be like, okay, let me hear you out. What's the deal? Sure. When you go, sorry, you're getting you fucking. Well, this whole idea, I mean, listen, this whole idea of the state or government even being involved in the affairs of a family is pretty modern. It's like a hundred, like the founding fathers, they did, they, they were very clear. Like, yeah. you do not get involved with the states of a family. We have yeah. certain things, like if you kill somebody in public, obviously, like- But if it's on my lawn. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Mind your business. My, yeah, like this whole state getting involved with family stuff, it it slip. I understand why there's times to do it, but then if it becomes this overall thing where it's like you're always getting involved, it start then does it lead to well if you don't if I don't send you to the sex education class, you can take my kid away from me. Yeah, like, exactly. Like does it get to that? No. And and even in the whole education, the whole even education system we oh. have today is new. Do you know what it is? I really think it's people that don't have kids making decisions for people that do. Of course. And they don't under, you shake your head. Let me just get the idea out and then I think that a lot of these people that don't have kids are making these decisions for the, for the people that do so they don't understand the anxiety that the parents have about those decisions. Yeah. So they don't even know to have empathy for it. I don't think they're making bad decisions. I don't think they're like, how can we infuse this information and corrupt America's youth? I really just think they don't know the anxiety that comes from it and they have good intentions. They're like, well, if we give a fair education to these kids, they'll be more well-rounded individuals and young kids that are dealing with these, you know, uh, certain sexual, proclivities will be a little bit more understood. Like, I think they're coming from a good place. I just think a lot of them don't have their own kids. I think it's what you said before, where it's like they are working in the system and they see the difference between kids that aren't getting it at home necessarily. So they're like, we need to provide this for the ones that aren't getting it at home. hundred percent. And I think that's what they're thinking. I hundred percent agree. I just think if you couple that with them not having kids themselves, right? they won't understand the anxiety that that could induce in a parent. That's all I'm saying. I think they do understand. Like from, so I've had they, these conversations Why would they not the, be more empathetic to yo, the parents that are like, yo, what's going on here? Almost at the start of every school year, they're having like a, these meetings like, hey, we're prepared to t uh, teach our child this. Here's a meeting so you can see what we're going to teach them and then you get to decide. That's happening at almost that's all fire. public schools. Well, if that's happening, yeah, that's I good. love it. And then if the parent rejects that, respect the parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because there are going to be certain parents that like are religious and because of that, like they might not want their kids taught certain things. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. We, we just hear the loudest voices, which are the parents who are just like, I don't want that shit nowhere. And they didn't even sandwich. go to the class. Yeah. Right. They didn't even go to the class yeah. where you find out what and they're going to teach. it goes back to the point yeah. that we made in the beginning of the show where it's like most people are just normal people. Like Alex said, yeah. most people, it's just normal. Yeah. Most people are like, these, you hear these loud voices and these fringe voices, but that's what the media wants to put on. Yeah. That's what will cause the civil war. That's what causes the vibe because that's what makes the most money on the ad revenue for them.
So but most people, even me, going to a, you know, coming from Staten Island, which is stereotypically like, you know, it has a name, if you don't know, it's like a conservative borough and we're like, you know, Trump and all that. It's not really true. It's, it's conservative for New York. For New York, yeah, yeah right, that's right, the right. Thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. like you go down to some other places and these guys in Staten Island are gonna feel like the fucking LGBTQ friendly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, what do you mean shit. I do my eyebrows? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> we're gay. <laughs> that's a funny sketch. The Staten Island conservatives yeah. going to Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. And then being like, oh. We are not, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> they, think, they think we're there for a pride parade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, but I think, yeah, I think even in, our, in my school, our kids, like most of the parents are pretty, and we're from many different, like, you know, races and, well, religion, mostly Catholics, but different races. And it's like, we're all kind of just like, hey, we just want our kids, it's all-girls school. We just want our girls to have the best education. And, you know, we talk about, you know, what, and the school tells us what the curriculum's gonna be. You know, there's none of, you know, there's none of that. Our, my kid is still young, but as they get older, they'll be more into sex ed and what, but the parents can be involved and it's good. And that's a benefit of Catholic school, which again, I know not everyone can afford, but I think it's what's happening at home is the biggest oh, thing. Sorry to interrupt, sorry. But uh, yeah, I think there's like this erosion in trust for institutions in America right now. And I don't know if that is like a function of other countries trying to erode that trust and take advantage of that because if you have no trust in your institutions, you have no trust in your government, then it's very hard to have national pride. And then when you have no national pride, well, there's nothing to fight for. To me, I'm just saying like, if I was sure. another country, that's what I would do. But I also think that there are failures of these institutions. So we have a right to not want to trust them. And I was talking to uh, Dave Smith, you know Dave. Sure, I love Dave. Brilliant, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. And he was saying that, like, that this is something that happened after the Cold War essentially, where we took out our biggest competitor. And when you take out your biggest competitor, and at the time China wasn't as robust as yeah, it is it right now, Russia. that you really have nobody that can check you, not even your own people. And when you start thinking about having no one to check you, it's almost like a business that's a monopoly, right? When there's no competitor out there, you make whatever rules you want and the people gotta that's deal with it. It, it, it. So in a weird way, we might be dealing with, our generation and the generation below us might be dealing with a government and institutions that just have never felt like they needed to get checked. And right. now with the freedom of information on the internet, we're hearing some things that are maybe potentially unsavory. Maybe some of them are misinformation. Maybe it's not true. Maybe it's, some of them are true. But we have every right to question our institutions sure. and it's up to them to restill the faith. Sure. You know, like that's why I think it's, even if the guy RFK Jr. or whatever is, is spouting bullshit, let's say he's spouting bullshit. The fact that there is some erosion of trust is not on us. Right. It's not on misinformation. Right. It's on you guys. You right. say the vaccine for COVID works, and then all of a sudden, a few months later, it doesn't work. You can't be like, well, you should still trust us. Right. Fam, you sold me a car that doesn't work. Right, right. Like, yeah. that's on you. I'm taking yeah. it back to the dealer. So you should, you should, if you were part of the institution or the Hotez guy, whatever it is, you should go not have this fiery debate. Have a conversation and tell us why we should trust you. Give us all the information. Yeah, to me, it's like, you know, it's the same thing like once 24-hour news came in, we started to stop trusting the news because they're incentivized to always have news and a lot of the stuff they're spouting is bullshit or not well thought out and not yeah. fact-checked, but they got to get the product out. Same thing with financial aid. Once financial aid came into the situation, now everybody can go to college. College was like, this is real money, so we're going to have to start to get people in 
here. We're going to have to start to have more classes, more teachers, more mm. ways of thinking. And it ruined that whole idea of what education really is supposed to be and how college is not necessarily needed for everyone, but they've pounded that message down your throat like you can only get a good job and have a good life if you go to college because the college companies make the colleges make money off us investing in that statement, but that is so not true. We all know that that's not true. Now, I have, I, it is not a requirement for my children to go to college. If they would like to go, I'm saving money for them in a 529 savings wow. plan. If they have, if they would like it's to, not worth as much as it used to be. No, it, it is so not much. exactly. Wow. It is not worth the price of investment unless they really want to do it. And I'd r much rather them follow what their passion is or go to a specialized school. Harvard means absolutely nothing to me anymore. And it means nothing to most people out there. Dude, I remember it, yeah. I, the school I went to was small. So it was 1,200 kids, so they charged a lot. It was like 25,000 a year when I graduated, which was yeah. crazy tuition. Yeah. I went back and did a show there in like 2011. It was 43,000 a year. Yep. Like the inflation of college tuition is fucking bananas. It's unchecked because we just get a loan. You don't think about it. what it is. Hey, you're supposed to go to college. I'll go to college. Let me get a loan. I'll think about that later. For you to be as successful as you are and you just paid off just your college loans is fucking crazy, dog. You sold out Radio City Music Hall that before you paid off your college yep. loans. I just paid it off. I was nine, uh, 140000 in debt God. between undergrad and grad. And but I don't also you went to it. grad school, yeah. I went yeah. to grad school, but grad school in itself, because my parents did help with undergrad, but grad school in itself was, you know, nearly $100,000 to come Pure out and loan. get a job at 53000 yeah. yeah. You know? Do, do, do you, you have like an insane cultural pressure for education, but you still would. I don't, yeah. I mean, I think because I, I got a bachelor's and I'm doing okay, thank God. Yeah. And, uh, and thank you. Uh, but uh, I don't, I'm looking at what college is becoming cost-wise, what you're getting benefit-wise. Hmm. And I'm like, yo, and I do think when like, like when Nimesh Patel, friend of ours, all of ours, got Shots pulled off stage Nimesh. at Columbia because they didn't like his joke, I was legitimately not even on the side of comedy. It was just like, this is supposed to be an institute of higher thinking. The highest thinking in the country, somebody says something you are somewhat uncomfortable with and you just yank them off stage. Yeah. I remember that being a big moment for me and being like, what the fuck is going on at the, an Ivy League school is doing this. Right. So what is college becoming? Also, and again, I don't know if this is from the media or I don't know if this is real life because my children are not in college. I'd have a more accurate you know, uh, statement if it, they were in college. But from everything I'm hearing, also college was supposed to be the part for young adults to have good discourse. Well, you can't have that anymore in college because yes. if you say something that goes opposite yeah. of what the mainstream thought is, even if you have that backed up with facts and for whatever reason or passion, that will get slammed down. So what I then see is, well, now you're gonna indoctrinate my child for $100,000 with whatever views you have that may not line up with me, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Unless my child really wants to and has a really valid reason, then they're 18, yeah. they're an adult, they'll make their own decision. I'm not, I worried, for them just I'm not worried about the indoctrination because I ain't paying enough attention in college to be indoctrinated. Like most people go to college, they just try and get some pussy and pass. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so if if you get indoctrinated in college, you're a nerd, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm out here taking like the fucking intro to dancing class because there was girls in it. That's where dubbing up. Dancing through the ages was what mine was called. We, what was ours? Yeah. Different class dance history. It was, it was like that, and the yeah. professor would Bro, dance in every single yeah, exactly, period yeah. costume for the yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It is a different college than what we went to. We graduated almost 20 years ago. Now. No, no, no. That that is true. I understand that, but like, there's kids are still gonna want to party. And yeah. I don't know. I wonder if there's like a shorten it. Yeah. Specialized schools well, are going to be on the rise. You don't I need think, four years yeah. and everyone decides in their third year unless you were going for like med school or things like that. And but and, sometimes and you, know, you do it for your parents. Like I know it's probably like my mom, my mom stopped going to school. When she was like 15 years old. So like I think it was a yeah. big deal for her. 
that I gotta go you know, to I further my education. Like, I wonder, like, did, did your parents, either your parents go to college? Yeah, so, uh, both. So it was expected that you go? <laughs> yeah, like, my, it was, my mom tried to talk me out of it. No, oh, Sorry. you told me that. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? What was that? Combo? Neither of my parents went to college, so they were like, and they saw all my older and siblings. And very successful. Wait a minute, I thought your mother was a nurse. She went to nursing school, so she did the two year. Oh, she okay. never actually went to like a four year degree. <laughs> so she went to like they saw my older siblings go to school. It wasn't really beneficial for them. Right. Like one of my brothers was just like in a fraternity, partied, and didn't really get anything from it. So they were like, look, we can spend money to go to school. It's gonna be fucking forty grand for you to go for four years or whatever, or we'll just give you the money this to start fire. a business. This is fire. So they're like, yeah, we'll just give you the money and then go do something with it and see what happens. That's See, I think that's, that's really so cool. Sick. And that's, that's a lot of confidence in you yeah. from your parents. I didn't know. listen, though. Yeah. I went to school. <laughs> <laughs> it was my girl's mom that was yeah. like, well, you should check it out. And yeah. so then yeah. I ended up going. Do you regret it? No, I mean, I, th I think it would have worked out either way. Did you feel pressure? Because that would make me feel pressure. Like, bro, if I blow this money on a business that doesn't work, I get nothing out of it. And then I have to live with that failure mm. at 18 years old. That is... It's a great move, but it also does put pressure on the kid yeah. unwittingly of being like, oh, if I fail at this, I got nothing to show for it. But I'm to fine. me, I'm like, you have safety nets. Like, my parents were like, yeah, if it fails, like, just come move back into the house. Yeah. Right. There's also, there's interesting other schools like Northeastern. You you start working right away. Like, it's all connected with yeah. the companies my you go to in undergrad, which oh, is cool. Wow. I like that. And also, or you could just be super successful. I think all of you guys are going to be offered honorary doctorates at some point. So uh, yeah. do well in something. And then I'm going to take mine and <laughs> shut my parents speech. up. Yeah. <laughs> I do think college is really important, especially when you don't know what you want to do yet. Right. It's like, imagine if you just, you say you're not going to college at a young age, but you don't know what you want to do after high school. So now like all those years, you're just kind of just stagnant. So it's like, at least you can be getting higher education yes. and trying to figure it out I while think that's I, happening. I agree with you hundred percent. I don't, but even if in the case of the child that doesn't know what they want to do yet, Spending seventy five thousand dollars a year on that, yeah, I crazy. don't think is worth it. Like you could there vary a price find point. What you want to do exactly. from a state school as yeah, opposed yeah. to you know going yeah. to UPenn or something. Yeah. Do you know how many yeah, people that would yeah. get their MBAs that would actually go and work in the workforce? Their companies would pay for them to get their MBA, and then they'd come yeah. out, come back with yeah. a higher yeah. salary. And it's I like agree. Keep them there in. is a price where it makes sense. Like right. if college was ten grand a year yeah. or whatever, it's you go. This is a good time for me to explore and like look at different topics or yeah. whatever. When it gets up to the seventy-five, and you're you're just kind of like burdened with that debt for the rest of your life, yeah. And you still don't know what you want to do after four years of college. Then you're just getting fucked. And dude. now that everybody has a degree, you don't make the you're not making as much. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like it's worthless. Yeah. Well, because you know, too, the government is a business too. Like they, like I, they're a business just like Apple's a business. So they're incentivized to be like, we need your money. We 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 want well, we want to you to rely on us. So college and education, that's what it sets you up for. Well, this is actually really interesting. What's the guy who does those great video essays explaining random topics? Oh, fuck, I forget his CGP name. CGP Gray? It might be CGP Gray. He did something about the importance of education for a democracy. Okay. The government, like you said, makes money off of what? I mean... Taxation, Taxation right? and, yeah, us let's relying just, on this. Let's assume it's taxation is the only thing. Yeah. So the more money the constituents make, the more taxes they collect. Sure. So it behooves them to educate us so we get better jobs that pay more money so we pay more taxes to them. If you live in like a, ter uh, if you live in, uh, what is it called, uh, where there's a dictator? Uh, Communist? Tyranny? Uh, tyranny, if you live yeah. in tyranny, like 
you own the rights to all the minerals already there, all the money's going to one royal family. Like, you don't need the people to be educated. Right. It's like getting in the way. But when you don't, and the only way the government can get money is if we make money, they're like, yo, go get smart. Go be an right. engineer. Go do something so we could collect that bread. The government is like our agent, our manager. Right. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. like, get a Montreal audition. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, Maybe yeah. you'll get a sitcom. I need yeah. to go collect. Yeah. So it's an interesting like, way to look at it like that. Yeah. Right. And that's why they're trying to do the, like, the debt payback and stuff and like trying to like absolve uh, people of student loans in order to get them to buy houses and start businesses instead of being 100 grand in debt. Oh, that's right. Because now it's not worth it because you're worried right. about paying off that debt instead of creating. Yeah. And when you're paying off debt, I guess you can't. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Is, is paying off your college debt tax free? Can you write that off? I do think it's a deduction. I do. Yeah. Yeah, so if it's a deduction, that's less money that they are taking from us in taxes. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Wait, deducting your loans? Can you yeah. deduct them? Oh, you can't. Hmm. Anyway, Pretty I sure. thought that was kind of certain. My shit is paid off. Right? Yeah. 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 But it is fucking everyone up, and I think yeah. people are realizing it now. I mean, Neil Brennan has a joke about this. Like, like student loans is just a small business loan. And the college, like you're going to a college being like, hey, my business is fucking chicks and drinking. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll support that business. Like yeah. it's insane that they're yeah. just giving unlimited money to all these people to apply for it. Yeah. Interest is, is deductible up to 2,500. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so you never pay that off. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Um, Chrissy, I love you. I think you're brilliant. Um, happy Father's Day. Happy oh, Father's Day, you, man. You're a good dad. You're in a wonderful place, man. Yeah. Like the f you came on here a few times, and I'm not saying you were in a shitty place then, but like just to hear you talk now, I'm like, wow. Yeah. I said this exact yeah. same thing to him, and I said this to you off air. When I remember when you started, there was like a, we all had, I had so many flaws, so again, not criticism, but you had like a restlessness about right. you, and I feel like you're so much more at peace now, and that's cooler to see than MSG, yeah. as fucking cool as it is, yeah. as much as that's a dream. This is even cooler to see. That's because I've fully given up. Yeah. <laughs> Fourth place, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just let the, let, you know, the, the, I think it was Epictetus who said the path to peace is just to stop trying to basically want events to happen the way you want them and just let them happen the way they happen, and then now you'll be peaceful. Surrender. That's his religion right there. That's it. In, that's what it is. I went full Indian. Yeah. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> that's I smell you from yeah. <laughs> Chrissy, we love you, and love you. Uh, we are here for you if there's anything that you need, man. And I can't wait till you sell out all those shows. And if I'm in town and you'll uh, put a couple ticks to the side, we'd love to be there to support, man. Hopefully, Beautiful, baby. Hopefully uh, the assholes will go out there and get those tickets right now. And uh, this is Chris Stefano. Tell them where they can see you. Tell them where they can watch you. Tell them where they can get tickets. Tell them all the things. ChrisDComedy.com for all my ticky wickies. Just put a whole fall tour on sale. Atlanta, I'm coming to you for a uh, special. We'll announce that soon. And then theater at MSG, September 23rd. Radio City sold out September 22nd. Thank you so much, baby. My Do man. what's right.